I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? It doesn't matter what we were talking about. Why is that, John? Because Star Wars comes out next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So fucking excited for this movie, man. I know. Only at this day it is uh, eight days away. Yeah. yeah. Eight days away and we get to see... Well, it's seven days, really, if you're because they're doing the Thursday... Uh, yeah. Uh, Thursday premieres, but it's... Uh, A week or less away. Yes. Uh, even even closer, whatever, by the time you guys hear this. Probably. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, I haven't been this excited for a movie. Yeah, it's going to be killer. It's been a long time since I've been excited for a movie like this. Yeah, like itching to go see Legitimately, it. Legitimately, like, even the Marvel movies, never been this excited. Yeah. Not once. Dude, this it's movie gonna is... Be, it's going to be epic. I think uh, a lot of things uh, we should cover before the, day, uh, the big day comes around. Uh, first of all... Um, I just like to say that I am in 100% agreement with everybody who has posted on like their Facebook and their Twitter uh, that most people might be looking forward to Christmas. Everybody else is looking forward to Star Wars. And then it's like, oh, Christmas is closely after that. Yeah, it's just the thing that happens after Star Wars. Exactly, dude. That's, yeah, it's so fucking awesome, dude. Because the sand is real. <laughs> he is coming to everyone's house dressed up like fucking uh, Kylo Ren or Finn or something. Good, no, yeah. Phasma. Phasma? Yeah, I see Phasma. I can see that. <laughs> Give him a little red hat. It's Phasma. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I'm so happy that the, uh, this is all a little different, but the girl from from uh, Game of Thrones. I don't you know, you probably, I don't know, you don't, I know you don't watch it, mm-hmm. but um, Brienne of Tar. This is this big like soldier woman from one of the countries? She's in the suit for Phasma. Huh. Yeah, it's awesome because she's big. She's not not big, big, but like tall, tall and like muscular. Amazonian. Yeah, she's awesome in that show. And she's, some people might get offended. I said Amazonian about a woman, but yeah, whatever. Fuck it. But she's awesome, and I'm so excited that she gets to be in Star Wars like that. I don't know why because I don't know her at all from any other show other than Game of Thrones but just to see a character from Game of Thrones that's going to be in this makes me extremely happy it's um it's, it's going to be uh definitely uh we always uh people are talking about because there was a very similar excitement to whenever Phantom Menace came out uh to this but let me just say first of all Phantom Menace was not a good Star Wars movie it really wasn't even a good movie um had good moments. It had a little bit of the charm of yeah. Star Wars, but only at the end whenever uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan uh, faced off against Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. That fight uh, scene was fun. Oh, yeah, totally. And it was... Uh, uh, Ewan McGregor uh, did so good in, in that uh, in that bit after Qui-Gon, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> got killed. If you haven't seen that if yet. If you haven't seen it yet, then... You're screwed. Yeah. But after that point... Um, when he you know just screams, it's yeah. it's, it's very emotional. It's very good. Like, trapped in that box. Is that yeah, you can't do? stop. Yeah. Can't, it's it's really well done. Uh, fight sequence and uh, Darth Maul was he is regarded as like uh, a great Star Wars villain, but they didn't push him as like they didn't they, have him in as much as they should. Like, no, and they did. He wasn't in there a whole lot. Didn't say. Which I'm okay with. Being, I think he had a line. I'm okay with him being quiet. However, totally, he was menacing. But he just wasn't in it a lot. No, and it's weird to think that like Darth Vader was in it every fucking beat, like yeah. every page he was Which, in there. Speaking of Darth Maul, he's going to be in Annapolis next year. I saw that. Uh, Indiana Comic Con, dude. Yeah, PopCon. 
Is it PopCon? PopCon. Oh shit! He might be a Comic Con. No, as well. no. Who's so gonna be? Pop-Con. You know who's gonna be at Indiana Comic Con? Who? Um, uh, Emperor Palpatine. I heard he was gonna be a PopCon too. Then maybe they're maybe, maybe they're gonna be at both. Maybe I know I know for a fact he's gonna be there at yeah, uh, Indiana Comic Con. I know Palpatine and Darth Maul are gonna be at PopCon, and and, and this is completely off topic. <laughs> That's what we're good at. Uh, Ninja Sex Party is gonna be a PopCon, and I fucking love Ninja Sex Party. They're a musical group on YouTube. Oh yeah, you showed me um, them. They're before. fucking hilarious, and I love them. Well, hilarious so, is a strong word, but well, I love them. <laughs> but they're like they're going to be a popcon as well as, as Darth Maul and and, um, and uh, Palpatine. I'm excited for uh, Palpatine to meet him. I, it's obvious that his name. I think his name is um, Ian McDermott, I believe. Yeah, um, something like that. Because he doesn't come around much. Like no, nowhere. dude, like, nowhere. Uh, there are people who think he that Emperor Palpatine is in. New one in the new one. He's been resurre- resurrected or survived. Interesting. Uh, some people are th- are seeing that. There's not very many saying this, but thought that he was going to be uh, Supreme Leader Snoke. Okay. And um, I was like, yeah, maybe I guess, but uh, I think the leading theory is he's that uh, Snoke is actually going to be uh, Darth Plagueis. Okay. Which makes sense, I guess. Kind of. It'd be cool to see him on film. Yeah, it'd be awesome for him to come back um, just as like a new character. And apparently, he it was structured himself so he could not be known. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, apparently, you know, he's Andy Serkis had to be like he was considerably taller than the rest of him. He had to be like on stilts or on a stand to do perform his scenes, uh, and obviously in a mocap suit. Yeah, uh, because why else do you hire Andy Serkis? But for exactly. that, exactly. Um, but just, I'm, honestly, I think I was talking to Joe, like, if they're still accepting applicants for that video contest for the new Planet of the Apes movie, are you... So, oh, yeah, dude, I would totally yeah, do I that. I think I'm going to do it. Do it! Because I, uh, I I think I've got a decent ape down, so I'm going to try it and, and send it in if they're still, if they're still accepting it, because I would love to be in, in, in a capture suit next to Circus. Dude, all I'd want to do is meet Circus. I know, but I'd do it. I'd be the I'd be the ape just staring dreamily at uh, Caesar. <laughs> You watch the movie, all you do is see your character going, uh, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's um, cool, like, you get to be in a scene with him, like, that's awesome, like, I, if I get that accepted for that, I'm like, like, LOA for work, I don't care, see ya. Hell yeah, Bye. deuces. Um, uh, no, I think, um, but he said he had to be in the mocap suit, and he had to, uh, obviously be higher up off the ground, Yeah. and the race, uh... That Plagueis is moon. I'm not really well versed on the extended universe, um, but uh, whatever race he is uh, or species, I guess it would be. Uh, they are on average about eight feet tall. Right. They live an average of uh, over a hundred years, so it totally makes sense that he could be possibly still alive. Uh, and this time, and he also was, you know, the one of the best at uh, wielding the force on the dark side, right? And was able to stop death. There's no limit to really what he can do at that point. He could stop death and and or reverse it. You know what I mean? Uh, apparently, he could also do um, after uh, Palpatine or Sidious uh, struck him down. He could have created a force illusion. Apparently, that's also a thing that they can do. Create force illusions. Uh, apparently, his were so strong that uh, uh, Palpatine himself could not, did not know if they are real or not. Damn. Couldn't tell the difference. So there is always a chance that whenever he struck him down, he created a force illusion to look like he was dead. Yeah, and then survive from there. And apparently, Palpatine has been 
feared uh, uh, Plagueis' resurrection all the way through until Darth Maul got killed. Uh, so I think uh, I think it's probably a good chance that he is. I mean, I, I'd be interested to see that definitely. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, and the dude in the in the in Plagueis looks fucking terrifying. So I can't wait to see that on, yeah. on like well, big screen. And I was looking up to make sure I was right, but he was the one that created the the team of two thing. Because mm-hmm. he because they had an issue with a Sith Lord who went rogue. He was by himself, and so this is for them to keep him intact or in training. I also heard, or uh, rather read, uh, something saying that he had also been the one to create Anakin. Yeah, uh, on here it also says that he was powerful, according to Sidious, he was powerful enough to use the Force to influence midichlorians to create life. It says mainly to keep those he cared from dying. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't see why that would stop him from creating a new life. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think I think it's it's obviously not confirmed. Uh, there was a magazine; it was an official Star Wars magazine. Uh, I think it was in Spanish, uh, but it was uh, released uh, giving an introduction to each of the characters, and one of the ones was a Supreme Leader Snoke. Um, and the picture they used was of a rendition of Plagueis. And it also says he's a dark side wielder and uh, his only known associate is Kylo Ren. And since Plagueis also cared very deeply for Anakin slash Darth Vader, uh, it would only make sense that he would have Kylo Ren sort of worship him and try to finish his work. Right. So I think... uh, yeah, because I know Plagueis didn't have a whole lot of contact. So, I mean, he had Sidious, who was mm-hmm. his, his underling. Yeah, and that was his, it. His apprentice. And then everything else was kind of mediocre, small contacts. I think, um, I think yeah, so I think it's a pretty safe bet that it is going to end up being Plagueis. Probably. Which is not a bad thing. I don't know if they're going to reveal it in Force Awakens, who it is. Uh, they might wait for that reveal for uh, uh, Episode Eight. But, I, in any case, I think that's where they're heading with it. Probably. Uh, moving on to Kylo Ren. Uh, still a lot of mystery around this guy. Uh, they hadn't uh, hired Adam Driver to hire, play him, but people still think that it's Luke. That Kylo Ren is actually Luke, and I don't... I don't see it. I don't either. One, first of all, the obvious, the build is different. Yeah. Their body build is completely different. Um in any case, they wouldn't hire... I mean, he's not super well-known, but he's pretty well-known. They wouldn't hire a well-known actor specifically to throw people off. Yeah. That would... Even for J.J. Abrams, it seems a little bit... Yeah, I don't... I, don't, I feel like he is a different character completely. Mm-hmm. And he's just been, like... I've heard, I've heard theories of that. He's like he's like a fanboy, essentially. Like he's like he just. I've heard that. Yeah, he was always in agreement with what they were doing, and he just wants to follow in Vader's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Um, but to at the, the same point time, that I've also heard he's not actually disfigured. No, he, just, he just wears, wears the, mask. the the mask to emulate yeah, him. That's what I've heard as well. So I don't know. Hopefully, honestly, I don't see why it couldn't be one of the people's kids. And it's um, it's a one of the theories. Um, going around is that Kylo Ren and um is it Daisy? No, it's the actress. Is it the actress Daisy something but um Ray. Ray. 
uh, that Kylo and Ray are actually twin, the twins. Yeah, see, I, I'd be uh, okay with that. Harrison Ford and uh, or, uh, Han Solo and Princess Leia's children. It's Kylo Ren and Ray. I think that's interesting. Some people think it's uh, it's kind of an, a left field one. I don't think it's that left field. And obviously, the extended universe doesn't play any part in this in the continuity yeah, at all. It's supposed to be all original, right? But I mean, there's no reason why they couldn't take from it. Yeah. Still, well, I mean, and just them having kids makes sense. I mean, that was to me like that's that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. So so yeah, I, and I it also see... would make sense for them to have twins since it's in the genes. Yeah. So I can see, and, and my thing with too with that, with what makes sense for me is that if Kylo Ren, whoever is, I don't, I doubt that's his real name, but if Kylo Ren um, knows about his grandfather, then why wouldn't he look more into it? Mm-hmm. And then if he ran into someone that was aligned with the dark side, they could feed him information. Well, your your grandpa was a great man, and he did great things. He was trying to help this place, and blah blah blah. blah. He could feed into all this like evil information and buy it mm-hmm. especially now, if he's think, a little bit weaker do you think um he's a force wielder who uh kylo yeah i think he is uh, yeah i think that's the only thing that really makes sense first of all they well they show you in a scene where like he does the force push move i don't know if anything happens they don't show you but right yeah obviously. i don't see why not yeah they don't show you that it is but they make a very clear yeah now I don't think honestly don't think Finn is. I think he picks up that lightsaber. I do not think he's a force. Wheel. No, I don't think he I is think that's either. A, that's the moves of a des- desperate man fighting a person. Here's a. I just found this uh, as well. Uh, one of the, another theory going around is Han Solo is a Jedi. You know what? I don't see why not. I see what they I, say. I can see him being an apprentice, like learning at an old age. Uh, here, it's this it's is... fun hearing him say like it's all real. Because I mean, when you first meet him, it's very like that's superstitious, superstitious nonsense. Exactly. And, and then now he's like, "It's all real. It's I've all, seen some shit." Yeah, it's like it's true. And, uh, it says basically, uh, it said maybe some fans just aren't happy with uh, Han being a space pirate, and they want him to get a little more heroic action uh, which he than did. he already does. And he did in the in the original three. Like, he got from boot, like from from smuggler to hero without using the force. But like maybe he's been training. You know, and and I don't even know personally. I don't even know if uh, Ray is a force wielder. I think maybe she's in training. Possibly. Because what if they're not? Maybe they're not. Because my theory, my theory originally was that Kylo Ren was her son, and Ray was her daughter, mm-hmm. and that she finds out that it's her brother and goes to stop him because she knows him. Mm-hmm. She feels like, well, I can stop him, but she's not fully trained yet, so he goes. And she has a lightsaber, but she doesn't use it. She uses. It, it. seems that mirror that would mirror too closely. I know, but because and I know I'm that trying was... to figure out because the blue lightsaber is an apprentice lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out where Finn gets it because my only thing is is if she's an apprentice, unless it's Luke's old one, could be. Well, I'm saying like, what if what if she goes and finds Luke to find out what's going on? What if? Okay, so Finn got that. Where did the blue one fall off at? Cloud, Cloud City. Yeah. Which kind of leads us to, is Finn Lando's son? That's what I want. So I bad. don't think it is. No, but that's what I want. Because you know he's coming back. Yeah. Not in this movie. No, next one. Um, But, uh, I don't know, man. It's so... Um... But I was talking to Joey about this, too, and I agree. Like, I don't want the movie to become, like, 
it's their daughter, it's their son, it's his son, it's their son. Like, I want it to be new characters. But mm-hmm. I think they're going to establish them well enough where you're not going to be able to... And they do have... I think at least one of the characters does have to be a Jedi. Yeah. Or a Force-sensitive in one form or fashion. It has to be. Because it's kind of hard to follow and then go up against the uh, the Sith without being able to wield the Force. Now, unless... Yeah. Uh, they do the same thing New Hope did, where they bring in that new character being Luke and then training him. Then to go up against You can them. do that. But, like I said, that would be very similar to the original movie, but they could do It'd that. Go, yeah. Where, like, now, like, Ray George, goes Lucas, uh, George Lucas has always said that, like, in the prequels, uh, those were supposed to mirror very closely uh, the original trilogy. Um, in that, you know, like, um, obviously Anakin is found very young, very stupid. And he was going to be taken into train by an older Jedi Master, uh, who ends up dying, and then has to be passed on to another one, which is obviously kind of what what happened. Yeah. Um, uh, and one of the big thing is big things uh, that was that has been said is, and it, I mean, he's really gained some ground to a point that where I'm kind of, I mean, it's not going to happen, but I kind of want to see it happen. Uh, uh, Jar Jar Binks is Kylo Ren. That'd be amazing. In a horrible, horrible way. But that's the thing, like, uh, George Lucas now, let's, we can all say what we will about George Lucas. He was terrible. He made the three worst uh, Star Wars movies. Um, he, hey, he's not overly... He's not very good at what he does. Yeah. Uh, he, created, like... he helped create the Star Wars universe. That's kind of where his... Uh, yeah. Where it and is. the first one was great. Yeah. But, but how much time did he have to create that? Exactly. And then the second one was not so much him. Right now, that wasn't him. And then it was, uh, he also had help with the writers. He wrote, uh, as far as I know, the, the prequel trilogy. He wrote all of them. Only, he had, he wrote the first two. He wrote episode four by himself. Mm-hmm. Four, yeah, four by himself. And he wrote one by himself. He wrote two with the help of somebody else. I don't remember. He wrote three with Kasdan. Mm. That's why. That's why, why three wasn't as bad. Yeah, that's why three wasn't as terrible yeah. as the rest. Why three actually was decent. This guy's like, he's like, or he's Kaz like, oh like, Jesus, man, oh God. Kaz is like, I can, I can only fix this so much. Um, so I'm happy that he's working with Abrams. God, yes. it's gonna be so awesome. And that's what uh, you know. And George Lucas always, every time he does like an interview here lately, he comes off like a little bitter little bitch. Yeah, but I'm like, sir, you what? You sold it anyway. You sold your properties. Doesn't even come in and fucking muscle you out. Yeah. You knew the terms. You accept it. Deal with it. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? He made what? N- uh, nine billion dollars. Yeah, something like that. Uh, for characters he created, he created this massive universe. And how much money did he make off merchandising? No doubt, dude. And it's like yeah. it's not just yeah, that he studios created, had to kick themselves. He created <laughs> such an expansive universe that has touched so many lives that. Oh, yeah. I mean, he should be happy. He, he and proud. should be completely and happy. Fact, he shouldn't be so fucking bitter. Well, the fact that like you get a guy like Abrams who grew up wanting to make another film of Star Wars, like that's what I want to make. I want to make Star Wars, and now he gets to like you're making dreams come true. Like just be happy. Exactly. Like, you made, but you, he's not. He's bitter because he's all mad because they didn't use a bit of his scripts, a single bit of it. Yeah. Um, and he was upset because of that originally, which was a couple months ago. He oh, made a mention of that. Let's go back and be like, yeah, let's use Jake Lloyd. Oh, wait, we should Oh, wait, maybe not. God. Like, I don't was, blame Jake Lloyd at all. He took a job. He took That's a job. I mean, I would take the job. Even yeah. though I was a terrible actor, I would take I, I am a terrible actor. 
So that's what you take. You take, you get a job offer, you take First it. First of all, he was in Star Wars, and that's... I always say that, too, because people always bitch about the actor who played uh, Ahmed Best, I believe his name was, that played uh, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are people always bitch at him, and, yell at him, and I'm like, you know what he's thinking? Fuck you, I was in Star Wars. I was in Star Wars. He made money. He made shit tons of money. Yeah. To be one of the worst characters. That's not his But that's fault. the thing that's about this. The theory is that uh, he, Jar Jar Binks, mirrors Yoda. Yeah. In the fact that uh, he was a very side character, not side character, but like uh, they found him on the side of the uh, highway and it was just like he ended up being very important yeah. in the end. And I just love the they didn't get to that point. It's, it's like. In him not being clumsy, it's him doing that on purpose. The, to drunken, stop the, the drunken style and yeah, um, the drunken boxing. Style. And you like, see, like he does the hand move, which and when you watch the video, you see it. Now, now here's the, the thing: like everyone's like, okay, well, it was a mistake that he moved his lips. They had to animate that. Yeah, they knew what they were doing, and which is why I do believe, at least at first, George Lucas's idea was that he wasn't going to be a Jedi or a Sith. He was going to be like the Sith. Um, and some people are saying that he was even supposed to be uh, Plagueis, uh, which would be, I mean, he could create the Force uh, illusion that he is a Gungan. Yeah. So, I mean, that might not have been what he actually looked like. True. And then it would also, what was it, all the other Gungans uh, were terrified of him. Not so much like they hated him, but every, when they saw him, they seemed like they were terrified of him, which sounds like he was more of a threat than a, you know clumsy oaf yeah you know and then there's what's the other thing he did oh he passes out quote unquote passes out in the ship whenever the big fish comes and saves him and oh. they, they think he transferred his consciousness into the other fish stopped the other fish and woke back up whenever the other fish was gone like I mean yeah maybe, I mean it's really well thought out that people have come up with this and it makes me want to be like I want I want Kylo Ren to take that fucking uh uh, helmet off and those big ears to flop out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna avenge you, Andy. He's <laughs> gonna avenge you, Andy. I'm gonna avenge you. God, that was uh, that really was not a good character. Yeah, yeah, really I would weird. I would have really be this. interested uh, to see how where it was going because obviously they said that that wouldn't have been how he actually talked once he revealed himself. It would he would have spoke normally and uh, with uh, you know more distinguished, but. uh I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I don't think it's gonna happen. But I don't. Holy either. shit! Would it be cool just to see that? Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people would be maybe mad director's too. cut. Maybe. J.J. <laughs> Abrams, Jar Jar Abrams. Yeah, if he takes off the mask, like someone's gonna do a an edit online. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> God no. Jar Jar. No. Uh, what about um? They said Darth Vader's gonna return in the second one. That'd be interesting. Because Hayden Christensen's been cast, at least from what I understand, to reprise the role of Darth Vader. That'd be interesting. In the suit. Hmm. Guess I don't want him acting. You know what? Here's the thing. That kid got such a bad rap. He did. He is not a bad actor. Do you know what that was? Bad direction. Bad direction. Nobody does those lines like that. And a normal director, like, um, let's try some emotion this time. Because yeah. the scenes where he's silent very intense very, very good and he, he and have you ever seen there's a movie he does it's called Shattered Glass I haven't seen that one uh, he plays a reporter he's very good in that movie 
Because I've seen, like, what was it, Life as a House or something? Life, life, is a, like, life, uh, life as a House. Yeah. Uh, he was very young in that movie and very good. He was also in um, Night of the Living Dummy 3. Okay. In Goosebumps. Did not know that. Yes. He was in that. Who was in the episode of Goosebumps? This is, wow, this is way off. Who was in the episode of Goosebumps, the, the Say Cheese and Die? What actor was that? Because I remember there being an actor we know. I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. Okay, keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. Um, but no, I mean, Hayden Christensen was a is a very is a very good actor. Um, and it's a shame that like uh, the last movie I saw that he was in was uh, it was one of the religious movies. And not say anything against religious movies. That's fine. But usually those are a sign, a bad sign of an actor's career. Um, because uh, I mean, look, and Nicolas Cage did Left Behind. Oh yeah. Kirk Cameron did the did that um Kirk Cameron saves Christmas. Yeah. That dude is an idiot, but um It was Ryan Gosling, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Say cheese and die. I remember it was someone big, I just couldn't remember who. I think okay, so who okay, who dies though in this movie? There's gotta be a big death. In this one? Yes. Has to be. I know the I know a lot of people are saying Chewie. Which I'm okay with, but I hate. I hate, but yeah. Because you know how devastating that's going to be to Han. Like that's huge, and and like. But it could fuel him. It could make him grumpier. Yeah. You know what I mean, because he's same... always kind of surly uh, in the beginning, but then in this, it seems doesn't seem very surly. He seems kind of. Well, I think he's he's. I've got a good life. Now. Yeah, things are good. And then so this, but... this might make him go crazy. Not crazy, but kind of like go like darker. What if he does that? What if Chewie dies at the hands of Kylo or something Kylo does? Han goes after Kylo and gets killed. That'd be rough. Same time, like, I don't want Chewie to die. I don't want Chewie to die, but... Especially since... I also don't want to hear that sad cry, that sad growl if Han dies. Yeah, God. Because I I love love Chewbacca. Here's the thing about the Star Wars movie, though. I can... I can almost guarantee you I will cry when I watch this movie. Probably. It's... It, whoever dies is going to be sad. But it's not even that. I think I'm going to cry because it's a fucking Star Wars movie. It's a real Star Wars movie yeah. after so long. Yeah. It was just so weird. We didn't really grow up with it. We didn't grow up in the era like uh, our parents did. They yeah. grew up whenever they very first came out. We grew up with the first three releases. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I remember watching those on VHS. So I had yeah. the entire pack too. I had the, the black one, and then we got the gold one. Yeah, the, yeah, I had the with the special effects in it. But the one, like the scene that to me makes so much sense is, is Han walking with Jabba. You remember that scene? Yeah, that was a good scene. And people really was that were upset about that. I'm like, why? No, it's good. It I was like, that makes scene. sense. Yeah, it's like of all the things see, he did in that movie, you get to see Han like react. Like, like, okay, I got this job. I can go talk to Java, and I get this shit figured out, and then I'll be back, and I'll give him his money, and we'll be good. And then Jabba's like, okay. Right. <laughs> but I love it. Like, steps on his tail. Yes. God, Han was ballsy. <laughs> it was, um... But however, with that, we got the Greedo recut. Which was stupid. The whole, like, my neck moves sideways for some reason. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck was that? He's God. like, he Michael Jackson I st- did. I still want to get that shirt that says, that says Han shot first. Yeah. Because Han would shoot first. They're both bounty hunters, essentially. Or not bounty hunters, but smugglers. They're both bad people. He would shoot first. Um, what was, uh... Because I hate that they were like, well, well Han wouldn't shoot first because he's a good man. I was like, 
Yeah, but he's a he's a pirate. <laughs> but um, Han So or uh, Harrison Ford was seen wearing a shirt that said Han shot first. Yeah, like it's yes, he did. He shot he did. first. That's the thing that's where he started, and then he gets better. He yeah, gets, he meets Luke. It's a reverse Walter White. Yeah, he meets Luke, and he's like, okay, this kid's stupid. Whatever. Whatever. And he meets Leia. And it's like, it's money. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, and that's a, you know that's a, a, a nice he, piece of pussy to to kid. And then he meets Leia, and she's a strong, independent woman. But that's not <laughs> what he sees in her. He sees a, a way to get cash money. Well, that or you know. And then yeah, <laughs> get his dick wet. I guess yeah so, is the phrasing. You gotta get that pee pee wet. You gotta get that pee pee wet. Oh, funny, uh, funny thing. Um, that reminded you of that. <laughs> kinda, yeah. Um, so, uh, as you've been recording these and posting them up on SoundCloud, uh, apparently they're still, for some reason, automatically uploading onto the Omnibus Journal Twitter account. Oh. So, there, I have no idea. I've gone through. It's my Twitter account that's on the thing. Uh, you need to add yours as oh, well. Oh, yeah, I do. But, uh. Uh, it's mine on there, so it should upload to mine, but it's not uploading onto mine. It's only uploading onto theirs. And But from there, they're posting it on their Facebook account for us. And the last one they did, they first posted, the I think, the third episode. And then they did the fifth episode. Um, and on there it said, mature content, like in big capital <laughs> letters. And oh. I was like, yeah. You know this what? is definitely not, because every time yeah. I wrote an article before there, you know, I, you know, I mind my P's and Q's usually. I don't, I usually curse all the very, every now and again when I write an article, I'll say fuck or, uh, or something like that. But, uh, very generally, this is how I speak. I say fuck a lot. Yeah. Um, we turn it down a little bit. I do turn it down a little bit because, uh, I, I say a lot worse. Um, but uh, I do. We do actually tone it down quite a bit. Yeah. So any of you that get offended, we're fucking sorry. All right. Yeah, get the fuck <laughs> over it. <laughs> fucking ass clowns. Oh lord. Um, but no, I think um, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's cool that they're posting on their on their Facebook. Though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I, nice. I thought that was cool. It was uh, especially because I mean, I get I'm still an editor on the website. I just haven't written anything on the website in quite some time. Uh, I'm actually working on uh, two separate articles. Uh, one about uh, Negan and how to introduce him in The Walking Dead. And two, actually something I want to talk to you about. Oh, um, uh, reactions on the latest Dark... Not, or, nope. Uh, Batman v Superman trailer. It's a trailer. How do you feel about it? I'm, I liked it. I, I'm, just, I'm just disappointed at some stuff. Like what? I knew they were going to do... Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess, because I guarantee it's the same thing. As as you know, my I posted it on my Facebook, and all I did was just smash the fucking keyboard and post it because I was so excited. Um, but uh, uh, Doomsday, yeah, looks awful. I don't honestly. I don't, Not awful. Okay, I don't even word. care about how he looks. He looks terrible. I just though. don't like that they're introducing him so quick. To now, me, here's the thing: um, Doomsday dies and evolves. Yeah, he's a constantly evolving creature. Eventually, gets to the point where he is. Uh, hyper intelligent, yeah, uh, and like the master of all. Uh, I, so I, I think worry. this is an introduction to the character, which is what I hope. Because what I worry form. is is that they're going to introduce Doomsday and then kill him. They're going to kill him in this. I know, but like I, kill him and not bring him back. Oh, they'll bring him back. Like, I hope. There's no way they because I just I know I just worry about DC because they have limited chances. Because but, Marvel's been out for so long, like DC doesn't have a lot of chances. See, this is I think what, 
and I hope this is what they're doing, but they, this is what I think us as fans need to do as need well. to bring him back. We need to ignore Marvel when it comes to DC. We don't need to try to draw parallels. I'm not trying to. No, I'm no, just... no. I'm saying, I know they have, they're they going to try to play catch-up, but they don't need to. Um, which I'm worried that's what they're kind of doing with Dawn of Justice. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're introducing the Trinity, which is cool. They're actually going the opposite way that uh, Marvel did. Marvel introduced Iron Man, and then Incredible Hulk, and then... Iron Man again, and then Thor, and then Captain America. Yeah, they did Captain last so that they could do an Avengers movie soon. Right, and then um, you know, obviously they introduced uh, you know each character separately, brought some characters into the other ones, but generally in the very beginning they introduced them all separately. This one they're introducing everybody's kind of a lump bunch. Uh, the Trinity, which I think is important, they introduce all three together. Yeah, um, I still love the poster, the Unite the Seven posters. Oh yeah, the with uh, Aquaman on it. Yeah, it's so good. I think I, I think he's gonna have a bigger part in this yeah. than initially people thought. Yeah, but I don't think it's a huge part. Also, Flash is supposedly gonna be in it, at least have a cameo. Yeah, he's gonna make a cameo, is what I heard. Which is fine. I'm fine with it. I just wish it was Grant Gustin. I do too. Um, and it should be. Honestly, it should be unless unless they've got plans for some kind of crossover. They're not. I know. I'm just saying, like unless they had plans for a crossover, it should be Grant Gustin and it should be Stephen Amell when they introduce Green Arrow. It should be, but that won't be. Um, and it should be Diggle as John Stewart. I know it. Um, God, that'd be so good. But I think um, it's uh, the trailer itself. Uh, we seem to have gotten uh, the biggest thing. I think is that we saw. We kind of know every beat the movie's going to have. Yeah. And kind of the order goes in. Obviously, they're introduced to each other. Uh, the whole courtroom scene. Yeah, the uh, Bruce uh, does know Lex Luthor, which kind of leads you to believe that maybe Batman was kind of hired. Not really hired, but drawn in to take out uh, Superman because Lex does not like yeah. him. I love Lex Luthor, by the way. Totally. Everybody else I, is like, I knew really, Eisenberg like, was going to do a great job. See, that's the thing. I was even on the fence about him, and I love me some Eisenberg. That dude's a good actor. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, if you watch the movie, and it, 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 the movie wasn't great. Not a lot of people liked it, but if you watch the movie, Now, uh, uh, now You See Me? Mm-hmm. In that movie, that dude, he plays fucking very arrogant. Yeah. Kind of badass. Real cocky. Very yeah, just very cocky oh, dude. Yeah, the scene where they're in the interrogation room, the handcuffs the cop. He said you have to be the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, person uh, magic. And it's also I means if you take that version and then you also go and you go to um, uh, Social Network. Yeah, that's very much Lex Luthor. Now this, uh, he's it, to me the way he talks seems to have drawn. Uh, at least a little bit of inspiration from uh, Moriarty from Sherlock. Yeah. Because uh, you can see that a lot. But I think it's great. I love yeah. it. And then the, with the trailer, kind of questions whether or not he knows. Because especially the scene where he sees both Bruce Wayne and... and... You do not want to pick a fight with this guy. Yeah. Which is going to be cool if he... I mean, if he's smart enough and he knows him, that's yeah. cool. Well, he's, what's the line he says? Like, standing here next to two titans. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, God, does he know? Because it sounds like he knows. The last son of Krypton. The uh, last son of Krypton and the Bat of Gotham. It's like, oh, it's fucking real, man. Yeah. It's happening. But um, there is always room for that movie to, to suck. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a possibility. Uh, I, I, I don't believe it will. I think I don't see it. Ben Affleck, no. first of all, I'm just going to say this. Ben Affleck was the star of that trailer. Yeah. And Ben Affleck is... And people are bashing the synthetic voice. 
I don't think it's, I think it's a good thing. It makes sense. Um, Especially, like, with, with Bruce Wayne getting older. It's like, he doesn't want to do that to his throat. No, he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. So he just does a synthetic. Why not? Technology. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, if memory serves me, it was also a point in the comic books yeah. as well. Uh, he used to use that. Where he goes synthetic, yeah. Uh, now, here's the thing. I was going to say, uh, Ben Affleck could very well be, uh, at least according to this trailer, we all might know differently whenever the movie comes out, but very well could be the best cinematic Batman we've ever seen. Yeah. He looks the part. He looks like Bruce Wayne. He acts he like does. Bruce Wayne. Uh, he looks like fucking Batman in that suit. He does. It's so good. Ah, Speaking Jesus. of Batman, just for fun, Joe and I were, were watching something and then we were just scrolling through TV channels and um, I don't remember, Batman Forever was on. Malcomer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was like, screw it. We'll just switch to see what, what scene it's in. And it's him talking to... Um, Chase Meridian. Sure. The girl. The Nicole doc, Kidman. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. And Joe was like... I hate that movie. You know how I much really, I know about it, though? <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot about a lot of the scenes and stuff. And Joe's like, hold on, we gotta wait. Because I, I love how he says circus. And he's like, ask her, he's like, it's like, talk to her, just like, uh, tell me, doctor, do you like the circus? <laughs> And we busted up laughing so much. <laughs> I never realized that's how he said it, but he says it like like he's got a lisp. It's great. He's like, tell um, me, doctor, do you like the circus? <laughs> that movie, man, that movie was not good. No. I was very, and then we're like, when we saw them, we're like, Jesus, even as a kid, like, this is stupid. Yeah, I'll um, tell you what, though. Riddler? Nope. Nope. I liked him. No! Nope. God damn, we can't do this podcast anymore. We can. Jesus, you you can disagree with me. I liked Riddler in that movie just because he was fun. He's fucking awful. Yeah. I'm not it saying was, it's good. I'm just saying Here's I like the problem him. with that. Is that like, he, I like Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Uh, I don't like his... Oh, I had no issue with that. Yeah, I thought he was fine as Robin. I don't like the, the lines given to him and shit. No. But the writing was awful. But, writing was terrible. But that movie. Him the story playing was awful. that character was fine. Um, the biggest problem I had with Jim Carrey was that very clearly Jim Carrey wanted to play Joker. And that's yeah. what shown through. Uh, and also... That. Tommy Lee Jones, very talented actor, miscast, very <laughs> terrible in that movie. Yeah, very big miscast. He was, one. yeah, he See, was. I feel like Jim Carrey is a, is a fine cast for Riddler. He would be if he didn't act like the Joker. Yeah, because that is way way he acted is not the Riddler at all. That and that's what was so even again as a child even I knew I was like yeah that's not the fucking Riddler. That's not how the Riddler acts, and you know this if you watch like. Uh, Batman the animated series. Yeah, for a lot of people, all those characters in the animated series. That's the definitive versions of each of those characters. Oh yeah. Now, even when right now, when I read the Batman comic books, I hear Kevin Conroy's voice for Batman. I hear uh, Mark Hamill as the Joker. Yeah. Uh, all the voices from there. What I hear, uh, the Alfred in that in the show is still to me the definitive Alfred. Yeah. Um, which a lot of people will say that um, the one from uh, Burton, the Burton verse. Oh yeah. Would be, but I, I don't... Uh, I can't remember his name. But, I don't uh, either. But uh, definitely... I mean, yeah, he's up there. He was a good... Uh, definitely a very good Alfred. Until they tried to kill him and then brought him back to life. Yeah. Uh, Batman Forever was not a very good movie, but I'll tell you what, that's what made, movie made me fall in love with Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. Not so much anymore. Uh, <laughs> she's very plastic looking now. Yeah, she is. But uh, in that movie, oh my God, I had a big poster over my room in that movie. Nice. As... Uh, as a pubescent child, uh, that was uh, that was a cool thing to have in my room. Oh yeah, um, but it was definitely a highlight of the movie. Her being in it, and then her wanting to fuck Batman. Yeah, I've never wanted to be Batman so much in my life. <laughs> Even as badass as Batman is, I was like, I was like, 
want to be Batman right the fuck now. <laughs> that movie, that, that was a bad movie. And then we're like, oh, God, it can't get any worse than this. And then Batman and Robin. Yeah. Let's talk about that movie for a second. Uh, what, oh, what was the girl in it? Is that Alicia Silverstone? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, it was, was it Barbara? But it was Pennyworth. It was yeah. Alfred's daughter. Yeah, it was like, what? It was, you know why it was Alfred's daughter? Because they had relegated Gordon to such a cartoonish side character. Nobody gave a shit about him. It couldn't have been Barbara Gordon. It had to be yeah. somebody else close to the family. So they brought in fucking Barbara Pennyworth, I guess would be her last name. I'm not sure what it was, actually. Yeah, I'm not sure how much I really crazy. actually care, but... Uh, and what a terribly miscast uh, role I was. She's not a good actress. I don't care what I says. Clueless was her only good thing she did. Yeah. And that was because she got to act like a fucking idiot. Yeah. I can't think of anything else she was in, so I really don't Scooby know. Scooby-Doo 2. Ugh. That, is, that exists? Yeah. You, you don't remember that? No, I do. Oh, I was like... Yes, <laughs> I'm trying not to. Um, <laughs> she was in that... God, and yeah. she was also in a movie with uh, Carrie Elway's Crush, I believe it was called. Oh, yeah. Mm. I forgot about that. But uh, she, uh, yeah, she's not a very good actress. I never, I've never been a fan of her. Uh, and then when I cast her in that movie, I was obviously too young. I was like, oh, pretty blonde girl, yay. But uh, no, she was terrible as Batgirl. And then yeah. this, all the, the different suit changes, it was just phenomenal. Yeah. And- it, it, honestly, as bad as that movie was, the only thing I really enjoy now looking back at it are stupid one-liners from Freeze. Totally, yeah. It's the only thing entertaining. <laughs> it's so stupid. Because it's Schwarzenegger. So just like, they make, and the accent makes it even better. And the inexplicable... Uh, just like, the cool off. <laughs> Jesus, like, oh God. But like, the inexplicable uh, separation of Batman and Robin. Yeah. Like they do it in the comic books, obviously, because he becomes Nightwing eventually. But like, um... He separates from him. It's like randomly. He's always just like, no, fuck you, Batman. I want to do this on my own. You know what? I don't care about you anymore all of a sudden. It's like, wait, what? And I mean, obviously they're playing off that Poison Ivy has such a hole on him. Like, yeah. No, that's not right. credit card. (laughs) God, thank you, Doug Walker. Thank you so much. I remember when uh, Joe and I went to Gen Con and he dressed up like, like Nostalgia Critic. Did he really? Yeah. Oh my God. We have a picture somewhere. And just, just, Walking around, someone was talking. Like, like some people knew who it was, some people didn't. Obviously, it's fine. Uh, and he was just like, huh? he was just like, just say, say something. He's like, a bad credit card. Was <laughs> laughing so hard. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was so much fun. Um, that was a good day. That's definitely um, obviously the worst Batman movie. That was like, uh, and everybody is obviously is very quick to blame Schumacher. And I want to go out and say this right now: I disagree with the bat nipples. I agree. Uh, well, I course. agree with your disagreement. Oh, okay. I was like, if you agree with it, that's cool. No, but, I agree with your disagreement. Um, I disagree with it, but the hatred he got from that, yeah. very outlandish. Uh, and the big thing people were saying, it's because he's gay. He just wanted to put nipples on Batman. I'm like, I, I don't think that's right. Um, because then he just would have had Val Kilmer and George Clooney just topless, wouldn't he? Why uh, not just have a, like a crotchless bat suit? Why not? I'll do it if that's if that's the route they're wanting to take this. But um, uh, and he said before that he it was based off of Greek statues, um, very heroic or Greek armor rather, and that's kind of how it was designed. And I see that it was just a bad choice. Yeah, uh, very ugly. Uh, X name, Ipple's name. Yeah, very uh, non-threatening. Uh, I'm surprised with the way uh, the Riddler was acting. Give him you know titty twister. Yeah. 
would have been hilarious. <laughs> but uh, I mean, Schumacher was not to blame for this. I mean, he obviously partially was because he couldn't he couldn't stop that shit. Yeah. Um, but he definitely was being told by the studio that this was basically a toy commercial. And that's, I guess, that's what Chris Adal even said before. He said, uh, he told him, he remembers, like, before uh, they would start a take, he was like, and remember, it's a toy commercial. <laughs> and go. Like, great motivation, I guess? Yeah. To act like a fucking jackass? But uh, those movies, yeah, very, very bad. And I was pretty positive we wouldn't see Batman for a very long time after that. Oh, yeah. It's still, even as long a time between that movie and Batman Begins was... I really thought it'd be years before we saw another Batman because it yeah. had diminished it so bad. Oh, Batman Begins. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <clears throat> and people always piss all over Batman, too. Uh, the Batman, or Nolan, because comic, comic fans usually do. Yeah. It was it was too grand a reality. I'm like, Batman's probably the most realistic fucking uh, superhero out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean... To an, I mean, to an extent. My, minus Lazarus Pit. Lazarus Pit or Clayface. Or, <laughs> Clayface, yeah. But in general, the hero himself <laughs> is very grounded in reality. Yes. Um, Nolanverse was very good for what yeah. you know for what they were doing. They did a it. great job. I, I hate how much... I wish... I, honestly, I, I liked the little nod for Robin. I just wish they would have done it. Because it's put so many people up on these pedestals. Like, well, I know that that's what they were doing. They were making him rob in that moment. Like, no, it was just a nod. Like, he's not See, I didn't like it because one, it was very forced. Yeah, it was literally there was literally no reason to put that in there. There wasn't. Yeah, like, it he was... could still could have been either like eventually either the new Batman or Nightwing, whatever. He could have been either one. He doesn't need to be Robin or Azrael or Azrael. Yeah, he could be Azrael. Why not? He doesn't like his real name, anyways. It's true. Fuck him. Fuck him. I uh, I don't know. I thought that was very forced. Um, a lot of things could have been different in that movie in Dark Knight Rises, uh, and I would have liked it a lot more. Yeah, I I really wish that they would have killed him, killed Batman. Yeah, totally. Killed him. Morley's all. not showing. I up think we talked him. about this last time. Yeah, yeah. killed him. Had had like Alfred see him, and it was just a in his head. Yeah, like I would have loved that. So Alfred finally cracked and went crazy. That or you just was thinking like, what if? What if they ended the movie? What if they ended the movie instead of that? Um, Alfred taking on the mantle of Batman. That'd be so weird. And just walking around, just running around. He just becomes Joker. Just like Martha he's sitting Man. in the cafe, he just puts makeup on his face. <laughs> I really liked. Uh, I liked reading, finding out the little factoid about Dark Knight. Uh, whenever uh, they're having the party for Harvey Dent, yeah, and Joker busts in, that. Michael Caine had a line to say, but that was literally the first time he had seen Heath Ledger in the full Joker makeup, and was so startled, he couldn't remember his line. Oh, damn. And that's what the scene was. They kept that, because it was the most genuine take they had. He had a line to say, couldn't fucking remember it. Does anyone know what the line was? I don't have no clue. No, nobody said, I don't think anybody said, but uh, I saw that and I was like, and I've, I've gone through because there's always a lot of little fact ways that people put out a line that aren't true. But, like, this one is the only one I, I've seen that's, uh, at least from what I can tell, very true. Um, but he was supposed to say something, but as soon as he busted in, he was just, like, fuck. Just so startled. Yeah, so startled. Couldn't line. think of what his line was, and, it, and they just played off of it that way. You know way. what? It worked. it worked. Yeah. 
Let it be that way. Well, first of all, uh, he shouldn't have said anything because I think it really probably would have taken away from Heath Ledger. It would have. And honestly, Joker owned that scene. Honestly, what could he have said to do anything? No, he would have either either would have gotten shot mm-hmm. or been told to shut up. So I mean, what's the point? It was. Um, I think he knows better. As a, I think that character is smart enough that he knows if I say something, nothing's going to happen. So I'm just going to be quiet. I've been uh, I've been very uh, interested. I've been wanting to go back and watch that movie again. Yeah, I need to. That's, that's a very now. good. Uh, I love that movie. Heath Ledger Joker, fucking brilliant. Uh, I love and, how people are saying that Batman v Superman is the V in that is for the five. fifth movie in that scene. Fuck them. And I was like, no, like it'd be fun. Like, no, it wouldn't be anyway. in the universe. Oh no, so it's, including Man of Steel. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, be so. So I'm glad I no, but but like it'd be, it'd be fine for me, like whatever. But it's not though. No, it's just Batman versus Superman because Donna Justice is such a good title for me. Like I love that. I wasn't really keen on it at first, but um, it's but I love movie. it because it's 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 a little bit uh, it's a little I nod think, to the Justice League. I don't even think it's a nod. What I'm saying is, I think it's a little bit uh, a little too on the nose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dawn of Justice or Race to the Justice League. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's interpreted different ways. Like, we know what it means, but it's like, but really, if you just take it as a single title, it's... it's... Ooh, did hear a theory uh, that I enjoyed about uh, Batman v Superman. Okay. The scene where we see uh, Nightmare Batman in, like, the desert mm-hmm. uh, get up, and he's fighting all those people, and he's chained up, and Superman takes off his... Uh, I've heard theory... Two theories. One, it's actually a nightmare... Thus, it's called Nightmare Batman. Um, that Batman is ha- Bruce is having about what he thinks will happen, or what he thinks uh, his fortress of solitude actually is, and that he has an army and people bow down to him, and he's a god, and he fears that. So he he had a nightmare about that, and that's what that whole scene is. Uh, the other theory is that it is a scene of things to come if they battle it out. And it's a vision that Wonder Woman has. Okay. And that's what brings her to uh, Metropolis. Because she has to stop them from fighting. Yeah. And that's why... Uh, but she had this the vision that if they fight, it'll lead to a massive war where Superman will become a god and a, ty- a tyrant. And Bruce or Batman will end up being, uh, you know, kind of like a soldier. Yeah. Just trying to fight against him like a rebel and end up getting killed. So she's trying to stop it because she knows there's something more coming. Yeah, but um, that'll be cool. That movie, uh, I'm, I am very fucking excited for that movie. Um, but it's definitely in my book, nowhere near as exciting as Star Wars. No, uh, but still, I'm excited for because to me, this is like the first iteration of any kind of DC huge budget movies. Totally, yeah. Because like, honestly, Man of Steel. It was fine. Like I liked it, but eh. yeah, I was kind of underwhelmed. Like it's especially like, there's just so many flashbacks and just unnecessary. Like, I Very remember, jumped around real too. quick. Like I remember like in the scene with with like the bus. Like it was just like present day flashback. Present day flashback. I'm like okay, give me a second to readjust. <laughs> what I liked, what I really liked about it, though was that it, it was show, it did show him as a child and him. Those powers manifesting in him. Yeah, I do like the flashbacks. I just feel like they could have done it at a better rate. Yeah, because it was so like it was like two minute flashback, ten second present day, 
three minute flashback. I'm like, also, how did it take him like ten or ten or twelve years for the powers to manifest? But it only took uh, Zod Zod a matter of minutes standing yeah. outside to gather the same powers. Yeah, that was well. Zod's better, though. Oh yeah, clearly it's Michael Shannon. So I do like me some Michael Shannon. That dude's a good actor. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I'll tell you what though, I, I never would have like... thought. It's uh, uh, I never would have thought back in the day he was an eight mile. Yeah, played Greg Bu. Never ever would have thought he was going to be anything more than just like some random guy. Yeah, because I remember really, like him being in a couple movies that I like, but like Joe saw like Iceman. I've heard very good things, which about I haven't movie. seen, but he said it was really good. Um, but yeah, I like I like Michael Shannon in that role. I, I love that they actually had Superman kill him. Like that was awesome because for this cool. for this Boy Scout character that I've always never really liked because of that for they him to kill, kill the dude because it was the only choice he had. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, speaking uh, real quick of new movies, uh, I thought I'd bring up a couple. I did watch two new movies uh, past couple of days. Okay, um, one saw Southpaw. How was that? Uh, very good. I actually enjoyed it quite a lot. Jake Gyllenhaal, fucking beast in that movie. First yeah, I heard he was fantastic. I heard um, the movie's very he, he typical did, boxing movie. Very typical boxing Which is fine. Uh, the way I, I uh, said how it was, my sister actually asked me on Facebook uh, how it was, and I just commented back. I said, it's like 8 Mile Fucked Rocky 3. Okay. And, that's, and even thinking back now, that's that's a, the, probably the most apt description of it. Um very much got a very gritty urban style to it like 8 Mile did um, and the same thing with Rocky 3 he kind of starts out on top and then gets fucking leveled same thing okay. He's uh, he starts out on top gets leveled has to work his way back to the top uh, very good movie though I did enjoy it a lot um, yeah, I want to see it so. uh, very entertaining uh, definitely worth a watch uh, other one I watched was also uh, uh, 50 Cents in that movie is he? yeah and he's actually very decent uh, you know every movie I've seen him in he's not bad he's not bad um, but uh, the other movie I watched was called Cooties. Okay. Uh, very cool movie. I hadn't really heard of it until I went over to uh, Joe and Misty's house, and uh, Misty had shown me a trailer for it. And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, I gotta fucking watch this movie. Basically, what it is, it's a zombie movie, but instead of uh, zombie infecting everybody, it only affects kids. If you've hit puberty, you are immune to the uh, zombification. You get some of the symptoms. You get, uh, you know, vomiting, diarrhea, well, like flu good. symptoms. But uh, it only affects kids to make them zombies. And it starts off, uh, it's basically this guy... Uh, so everyone's getting chased around by children. Yes. That is awesome. And it's uh, very, uh, very kind of... It's really fucked up. They don't... Like, they didn't pull any punches. Damn. Um, but it's it's got uh, Rain Wilson. Nice. Elijah Wood. Nice. And some other actress that I can't I can't quite remember her name, but she I've seen her in places, and a couple other actors that I've kind of seen but not really worth uh, noting. Um, but it basically starts off like um, this dude uh, is doing like this processed chicken nuggets, uh, making them with real chickens, but he's killing one, lets it sit out for too long, gets like diseased, hmm. and when he grinds it up, it goes into like one fucking gnarly uh, nugget, and it gets passed out to this girl in a school. She takes a bite and fucking gushes out like black pus looking stuff. And it's it's actually a really gross thing. She just bites into it and just squirts out and she just keeps eating it. Uh, but she good. she gets sick and then um, she's getting picked off for looking like she's very sick. But she's not saying anything. She's just breathing real heavy and looks like she's a zombie already. 
sits in class and the kids go and grab her like pigtail and go to like you know pull it and it rips out of her head oh and pulls like a chunk of flesh out and then she attacks one of the kids and bites him in the face and just starts the epidemic that way nice uh, very, uh, very... Jack, Jack McBrayer, is it? Yes! He, yeah, he's the other one. Yeah, he's, uh... <laughs> he's actually pretty funny in it. Um... But Rain Wilson's actually really funny in it, too. And not that I'm surprised. He's always very funny, but, uh... He was very good in that. Um... But, no, that was a very entertaining movie. I did enjoy that a lot. Yeah, well, looking for one of the other actresses in that movie, I found something out that I didn't know before. Hmm. Uh, because Allison Pills in it, and she's also in Scott Pilgrim, but I do not see her anywhere yes. in here. Um, but that's uh, who it is. That's who I'm thinking of. She, uh, I found out that the voice is what it's cast as. What I'm getting is a narrator in Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. is Bill Hader. Really? I'm gonna have to rewatch it now. Yeah, because I don't recognize that voice at all. So that's interesting. Um, this is the other thing I, I watched. Um, have you seen Trainwreck yet? No, I want to. It's it's not terrible. It's pretty funny. Uh, Amy Schumer is always very funny. But the thing is, and this is the case with most uh, stand-up comedians that do movies, a lot of their stand-up ends up in the movie. Yeah. And that's the case with this as well. Uh, not that her stand-up's not funny. It is very funny, but I've heard it before. Exactly. I don't really want to see it in the movie. Uh, then again, the movie itself is very funny. John Cena's in it. He's yeah. very, very funny in it. LeBron James, I heard, is very good in yes, it. Yes, he's, uh, he's, and see, and John Cena's not in it very much, but he is fucking hilarious when he is. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James, yes, very Which funny. Which is funny it. because she was with, um, Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. <laughs> so that's uh, kind of funny. It's, yeah, it's funny to think that, like, oh, now she gets to fuck, uh, John Cena in the movie. Yeah. Um, he, uh, but, uh, it's pretty good. And then I've actually been going, and this is not really new, but, uh, I've been going back through and watching the seasons of House. Nice. I'm in uh, halfway through season two. Uh, man, just always forgot how good that show was. Um, but uh, and then I'm trying to think what else is coming up here. Kind of want to spread out our di you know diagram. Uh, I want to stick before we started this. I, I had even told myself before I stick heavily to Star Wars. But we pretty much said everything we want to say about Star Wars, other than yeah. you know. I, I mean. I think everything we know is good. I love, I don't know, we've probably talked about this already too, but I love that they're doing mainly uh, animatronics or Very practical effects. Practical effects in general, like BB-8. Like, I love that that's an actual... Yes, it's an actual thing. Have you seen the, the ones you can buy? Yes. I want one. So do I. But I don't want to spend $150 on it. <laughs> I, I would. But it's cool that you can put it on patrol mode and it just goes by itself and it like recognizes uh, drop-offs and items and like it'll be on this it would be on this table and it'd be like stop turn around stop turn around like it would do it on its own because it has when it goes forward the camera tilts down it's got like the um so it's got a sensor kind of like the rumba yeah so like i I want one so bad i guess i guess somewhere in uh downtown uh they do i was talking to one of my buddy's wives about this they do uh lightsaber academy and you can join I forget how much it is, but it's like you they do lightsaber training. Cool. I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I could I could do that. I could totally do that. <laughs> so I just gotta figure out how much it is. But she was talking about trying to do it, so I'm gonna, gonna look into it. Um but I kinda want to spread out and see what else we could talk about. Have you uh have you been watching uh Raw lately? Not really. I haven't watched Raw since I believe Have you heard about Tater Tots? I mean, I'm not a really huge fan of Tater Tots in general, but... I'm talking about promo. No. 
you heard of Suffering Succotash. Oh, Jesus Christ. Promo with Roman Reigns. What did Roman Reigns do? Uh, well, he, he was saying his lines okay. that were written for him that he doesn't give a shit about, probably. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Seamus came out and started talking about stuff for TLC. And Roman Reigns said, I thought Irishmen were supposed to have potatoes. And pretty much says, like, well, all you've got are some tater tots. It's like, oh, God. That's well, awful. That hurts. That's awful. Yeah, Jonah. They Arbor. want him to be the face of the company. I know it. I know it. He, uh, God, I keep going back and forth on this. He's not ready. No, he's not because they don't get him ready. They just throw him in and say, hey, go for it. And Vince is right. It has to be Vince right in the oh, yeah. There's no writer in his, uh, uh, no self-respecting writer that would write that nonsense for him. Nope. Unless this Roman Reigns is really just butchering no, the line. I guarantee you he just, he just doesn't care about what he's saying. The only, I remember when he said the suffering succotash thing, the best thing that came from that, as soon as he said it, and you see Seth Rollins look at him like, the fuck did you just say to me? Yeah. And then Roman Reigns is like, yeah, that hurt, or that was, uh, that was hard to say. And then he looks at the camera and winks at it. And I was like, oh, my God. He knows what bullshit it is. Um, no, man. I just... It's... Uh, I haven't watched this since, like, a couple of episodes... Or probably the episode after SummerSlam. Yeah. I really haven't watched a full episode. I'm going to watch... Uh, I might watch TLC. Yeah. I'm um, watching because the card actually looks pretty decent. But, uh um, Just the matches themselves. We're all watch it because uh, Aaron's actually coming over to watch it with me. Um... So I think that'll, I mean, that'll be fun to I watch it a bit, a bit. I like, I mean, Ziegler and Owens had a match recently. It was, Joe said it was really good. Uh, they're not going to feud, though. No, but I heard it was a good match. Uh, I know, Ziegler's like, on his way out again. I don't understand it. what they're doing with, with um, Charlotte and Paige. Because they're turning Charlotte somewhat heel. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's, it's like, uh, she's why? showing heel, uh, heelish yeah. tendencies, <clears throat> and then Paige is still heel, and they're going to fight each other at But they're TLC. still a group. They're not still a group. They're still a group. They, they, when they bring them out, they still say that they're, they're PCB or whatever they are. Paige, Charlotte, and Becky. Yeah. What? But they haven't introduced Becky into the group, like, into the, 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 like, if they brought Becky in as the, he, as the baby face to try and, like, you guys need to calm down. Like, okay, well, all three of you are in, in it for the Divas title. I haven't done that. But they're still a group. That's so stupid. I know. Like, they like, talk to Joe about. It. They still introduce them as as a group, but they're individual. And did you hear about uh, Sasha Banks? <laughs> no, but I saw her twerk on Raw. They kind of ruined her because they had they had her with like New Day. Yeah, and that's where she twerked. Yeah, and she was like just dancing. It's like, well, she kind of don't care what anybody says. That was really hot, though. Well, yeah, but it, like to me, that loses her credibility totally as, as the boss. Yeah, she's not the boss anymore. She's Twerky McTwerkson. Just, just some other girl, man. <laughs> I know. I love her so much. Like, I don't know why they had to mess with her. That's because she's she's pretty, and I know. And they, and no offense to Charlotte, but she's not. Um, and so, but the thing is, is Sasha is not just pretty; she's very talented. She's awesome. If you're gonna do that to anybody, do it to fucking Becky. I she mean, made she's, that girl cry. Yeah, that was awesome. But Becky, and she uh, got words, which I understand. But Becky, uh, Becky Lynch. I mean, she's very Becky Lynch is talented as well, but not nearly as talented as Sasha. No, if you're gonna make anybody that girl where she just dances around and that and just for her looks, make it Becky for right now. Yeah, or, Sasha needs to keep her her the boss stature. Like, sorry, if she's the boss, 
I mean, it's cool to see her having fun or whatever, but Jesus Christ. She can have fun, but not do that. Due Day, though, that, that's kind of like the thing to watch on Raw. They're like the highlight. Yeah. Them and Kevin Owens. Yeah. And Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose are going to go at it uh, t- on, at TLC. I think so. They have a stipulation in their match? I have no idea. I, don't, I haven't paid attention. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not really 100% sure what the, all the matches are with stipulations. I know the TLC match is Roman Reigns and Sheamus, which is going to be... Uh, um, trying to think, man. Uh, uh, and news I heard, uh, Mick Foley's boy, Dewey. Yeah. He's going to be a creative writer starting in January, That'd which be is a good thing, I think. Yeah. And, um... Because, I mean, he's got Mick Foley there anyways. Obviously, a lot of his ideas are going to be at least a little partially influenced. Not, I mean, not so much now. I'm sure he's old enough now where he, you know, makes his own decisions um, and can create his own thing. But I'm sure a lot of his ideas were born from um, having Mick Foley as a father. Yeah. Um, but Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar might be going down to WrestleMania. Yeah, I heard about that. That mm-hmm. one... I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I'd be interested in that. Because I want Owens to destroy Lesnar. Yeah. I don't want them to be like, oh, Lesnar needs to take him to Suplex City. I think he needs to go to Suplex City, but I think Owens needs to destroy him. Oh, yeah. 100% destroy him. That'd be fun. Not a little bit, not just beat him. I want him to fucking butcher him. (laughs) What about Sammy Zane? Sammy Zane's coming back. Yeah, I heard about that. You know when? Uh, tonight, tomorrow night, the tapings tonight or tomorrow night or whenever. Oh, for for NXT. Yeah, he's coming back for that. Because NXT's um, pay per views next Wednesday. There's a chance uh, that he could be in on that, but I'll I see why it. not. I doubt could, it though. Yeah, could be. I, mean, I just I know I know he's the pay per views next Wednesday, so mm-hmm. it'd be very timing. He um. I think he's going to be back there. He's going to work off his ring rust, and then he's going to head back up to the main roster. I think he'll. I think for a while they're going to have him and uh, Owens feud, which is okay by me. Yeah. What's going on on your phone over there, sir? Oh, I was just looking up upcoming movies. Oh, what's going on? That's making you make um, some weird faces. Well, I knew I knew Revenant and Hateful Eight mm-hmm. were January, so I was just seeing what was coming up. But Point Break, which every trailer I watch for that makes me less interested. It's so bland looking. I know. I'm not even. A, I wouldn't even. A, it's not like I'm like, yeah, fuck it's a remake of Point Break. Point Break. It, I'm okay. Break, with, I was I was never a huge fan of Point Break to begin yeah, with. It was fine to begin with, but like it's I was people got so been out of shape, but wouldn't even as far as I could I can uh, or no, it wasn't that popular movie when it came out. I don't think so. Didn't have a huge fan base. Yeah. No, I was just, they're remaking. Uh, I don't know whether I think it's for TV. They're making a TV show for Dirty Dancing. Are they? Abigail Breslin's supposed to play in it. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that could be that could be different. I, don't I hate know I, I, I hate Dirty Dancing. I like the first one. I hate Havana it. Havana Nights was me. I was made to watch it. Well, you know, forced to. Um, yeah, Revenant Hateful Eight come out same day. Mm-hmm. Which I was talking to Joe about Hateful Eight. I didn't know that they uh, almost didn't make it because this is part of the script got leaked. Yeah, 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 I remember that. But I didn't know that, um, what's his name? Tarantino. Tarantino said that he was only going to make 10 movies? Yeah. I never knew that. I remember, he, remember hearing something like that. He, so he, what's he, he done? He's done... This is his eighth one. Huh? Surprisingly titled. Hateful Eight. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so this would be eight, and then if he keeps that... If that's true and he keeps that, he'll make two more movies. That'll be it. 
Interesting. Let him retire, man. Let him if he's happy. And he spaces his movies out enough where, like, that you'll get tired of his movies or his style. Yeah, they, he does it yeah. just enough where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, get another Tarantino movie. Um, and then I knew 13 Hours, Secret Soldier of Benghazi. Yeah, that looks really looks fucking really cool. Um, it's at least, if, it, if it's Michael Bay, at least it makes sense for him. Yeah, military movie. And... Uh, I did not know there's a new movie that's coming out called 400 Days. It's a science fiction movie, so. Yeah, it seems it's not familiar. Um, but Brandon Routh, Dane Cook, Katie Lotz, and Ben Feldman. Yeah, literally, nope. That's not at all what I... Yeah, like I saw the cast, and I was like, that's an interesting cast list. But apparently... Wait, Brandon Routh, Dane, Katie Lotz... Dane Cook. Dane Cook. And Ben Feldman. Two of those people are an arrow. Yeah. Um, Tom Cavanaugh's in it. <laughs> There's three. <laughs> from the uh, from the, the era universe, yeah. yeah. Um, Grant Bowler, I know, but I don't think he's in anything like that. But yeah, so that, that's going to be interesting. Uh, apparently, it's about a astronaut crew, uh, four astronauts sent on a simulated mission to a distant planet to test the psychological effects of deep space travel. Locked away for 400 days, the crew's mental state begins to deteriorate when they lose all communication with the outside world, forced to ex- Forced to exit the ship, they discover that the mission may not have been a simulation after all. Sounds interesting, but it sounds like it's a direct DVD to me. Yeah, I wonder how that'll do. And it's got um, Dan Cook, and there's no way there's a theatrical release in his future. Yeah, probably not. Or Brandon Routh, for that matter. I would love for it to be. I would go see it, just because it sounds interesting. Sounds interesting, but again, as you put Dan Cook in something, I'm not, yeah. I lose interest very quickly. I'm uh, just trying to see Matt, the director, Matt Osterman. That yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, he says five directing, two shorts, Ghost from the Machine, whatever the hell that is, and RoboShot. Ghost from the Machine? Yeah. 2010. That sounds familiar, too. Yeah, I don't know what that is. So It's kind of like an independent movie, I'm guessing. After his parents are killed in a car accident, Cody is left dealing with enormous guilt, caring for his younger brother and the prior assistant thought of how to bring his parents back to life. Sure, why not? And then this movie. So that sounds interesting. So and then Chloe Moretz has got that fifth wave movie coming out. That looks interesting. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. And then Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's not the same one. Never mind, never mind. Scratch that one. It looks awful. And then I'm, I'm guessing this is another parody movie with Marlon Wayans. Fifty Shades of Black. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda 3. Ooh. I'm excited. Hail, then Hail Caesar in February. Oh, with George Clooney, right? Yep. Coen Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, down with that. Then Deadpool. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting movies coming up. If I was more into horror films, I'd say I'd go watch The Boy, but I just, I, I it don't. It looks interesting to me. don't like dolls. I know. I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of it myself. Um, but, uh, it's definitely, uh, it looks interesting, but I mean, it looks kind of just like more of the same. Yeah, I know. It's, I don't know, I feel, like, I feel like movies are going all to adaptations and stuff. Like you get some original movies here and there, like like a Birdman and something like that. Revenant and Hateful Eight and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like, they're just making a bunch of remakes. Like the remake in Magnificent Seven, um, Samurai Seven, which was the same movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, what about, um, did you ever see 47 Ronin? Yeah. 
That's not bad. I like that. Movie. I like that movie. I it was really good. A lot of people bashed on it, but I really enjoyed it. I yeah, I thought it was a cool movie and I mean, it was I, fun. I'm kind of like I love Keanu Reeves. So anything he's in, I'll try. Like uh, he was in uh, Man of Tai Chi, which the only real reason I bought it is because I haven't watched it yet. I need to. Donnie Yen's in that. Uh, I don't know if he's in that or not, but I know that the reason that Keanu wanted to make that movie was because the the choreographer for that movie was the same choreographer from Matrix, and he really liked working with him. So I'm kind of excited to see what that's about. But I know, like, John Wick 2 is being made. Yes. And that's going to be awesome. Do you love me some John Wick? Yeah. That was a cool movie, dude. Yeah. And then I'm excited for Ghostbusters. I think it'll be good. I, I don't of, know. I know man. a lot of people. Like, I'm glad it's just, like, an alternate reality. Yeah, that's interesting to me. That makes me actually want to see it, uh... Actually, makes me want to see it um, instead of uh, fucking ignoring it like I was going to. Right. October Gambit movie. Is it really coming out? Finally? It says October seventh. I mean, I know that was originally Channing the date. Tatum. And again, that's a, he was in. The, he still looked has to, but the director dropped out. So I heard they were going to push back the date. It could still. But yeah, that's what it says on here. Uh, what is? Oh yeah, I forgot. They're making Inferno. That Dan Brown book. Yeah, I... It's fun, I'm sure. It's it's Tom Hanks. I love me some Tom Hanks, too, so... Oh, yeah. Underworld 5. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Jack Reacher, which I'm... I, I, still, I didn't see the first one. I need to watch it again. It's been a long time, but I, I loved it. Or enjoyed it. But uh, making a sequel to that, and Kobe Smulders is going to be in it. That'll be fun. Doctor Strange, and then the... Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which will be fun. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Redmayne is going to be Nicholas Flamel. Is that who he's actually playing? That's what I'd heard. Let me look it up. Let me see if it says in here. But yeah, that'll be it'll be interesting for sure if that's what they do. No, his name is Newt Scamander. I don't actually see Nicholas Flamel in here, but maybe not. But yeah, that'll be kind of fun just to see a different kind of Harry Potter thing. Going on, but Doctor Strange, ugh, I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, yeah, it's got Benedict Cumberbatch, and you've already got me hooked on that. Exactly. So. Oh, there's gonna be so much stuff coming out this year. It's uh, I mean, I'm so excited for Star Wars, but it's like there's so many movies coming out at the end of this year. Well, what is the end of the year? But the next like five months, six months, there's a lot of really good movies coming out. So. And then, you know, we start next year. It's going to be a good year. Oh, yeah. Next year's going to be fucking It's going to be a great year for, for movies. But, yeah, I think I want to see Creed. And I'll, probably, I'll probably see that next week. And then Star Wars, when it comes out, i got tickets for that already. Yeah, um, I've got mine uh, midnight showing on the Thursday before. Um, mine's Friday night, but it's fine. I don't really care. I just want to see it. I'll probably see it two or three times before the, the year's done. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. It's uh, going to be one of those movies I'm, I'm going to see multiple times. Uh, it's going to be... Um, it's going to break the bank. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm so excited to see the numbers it pulls. Just from the opening night, dude. It's already, right. It already broke all the, those records. Pre-sale uh, records, yeah. The pre-sale records, it broke uh, Hunger Games eight times over. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be... Mocking uh, Jay ones. I'm a little worried, though. Um, you know, if my buddy doesn't come with me on that, uh, I'm going to sit next to some 
fucking random dude and Who'd be so worthy? Be, yeah, be, yeah, totally. I mean, we can all bond over Star Wars. We can all laugh and cry together. And yeah. Whenever fucking Chewie dies and then Han dies in a rage. We'll see. <laughs> what if it's not then? What if Luke dies? I'm honestly... Well, then again, it's going to mirror uh, New Hope too much. Yeah. You know what, though? I, I'm going to say this. I don't like calling that movie New Hope. Yeah. I don't... I think that was Star Wars... I think Empire Strikes Back was Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi was Return of the Jedi. And then whenever they did the prequel trilogy, whenever they started saying Star Wars and then the subtitle. Star Wars and the subtitle. I liked it better if the movies just stood on their... Not stood on their own, but like had their own titles. Yeah. I think it's more interesting that way. Um, I hate calling that movie A New Hope, though. Yeah. I think it's cheesy. But he is A New Hope. He's it's a new Nubian... It could have been Revenge of the Sith or Revenge of the Jedi. I was uh, I was talking to um, uh, one of my friends. Uh, I can't remember what. Uh, she was asking. Uh, she wanted me to like uh, hang out with her uh, today. Actually, and I was like, "No, I've got shit to do." And um, and she's like, "No, no, you don't." And I was like, "I'm a Dodarian. We have a Jedi mind tricks. Don't work on me." <laughs> And then I was thinking, like, oh my god, that was so fucking nerdy, even for me. And a weird pull from a Star Wars reference. But I love me some Watto. Watto was awesome. He was cool, and he was fun. What was the, do you remember the other pod racer, the big one? Sebulba. 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 God, Sebulba. He was cool, too. He was was awesome. They all were, I mean, the characters, the creatures were pretty cool. Yeah. It would have been better if they weren't all CG and shit, but, uh. Yeah, well. Hey, what you gonna do? It's the price you pay for the day it was made, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I like it. I'm. I agree with with when they switched it. Or I guess I wasn't there when they switched it. But the whole Revenge of the Jedi would not have fit. No, it would not have fit. Uh, yeah. Now, did you hear what the original ending? This is what people have been leading people to think that um, Luke is actually turned to the dark side. Is that one? That's kind of a long-winded one, but uh, what are we if not long-winded? Right. Um, basically, what it is is that at the end of Return of the Jedi, he actually does turn to the dark side. Okay. We see as you go along, like in the beginning of the movie, when he he's talking to Jabba, he's arrogant. One, he obviously wears all black. He stands in a very threatening manner. He threatens him directly to kill him. Uh, comes off very cocky. As a Sith would, or as a dark, if you're on the dark side, anyways. Um, and then by the end of the movie, obviously, Palpatine says, pick up your weapon, strike me down. And what does he do? He attacks. He attacks him. He picks up a weapon and tries to strike him down. At that point, he had, at least in my opinion, turned to the dark side. Yeah. Uh, and now you continue on, he fights him, and then he tries to hide and calm down, and then as soon as Darth threatens Leia... That's whenever Luke goes fucking ballistic. And then hacks away at him until he chops off his hand and stops. And obviously, if you read it very at face value, what it is, uh, Luke has stopped, realized what he's done, and reverts back. And he says, no, I'm a Jedi before me. Now, first of all, what you think about that, he's a Jedi like his father before I'm a Jedi like my father before me, is what he said. Um, but if you think about that, I mean, his father fucking kind of brought an end to the Jedi Order. Yeah. So it's not really good pull the... Yeah, but his... his I knew what he meant. His yeah, father I, died. 
died at that when moment. Darth Vader came yeah. to be. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, but the theory goes that uh, besides that, uh, he wasn't in fact not turning to dark side. He had fully turned at that point, and what he was trying to do was manipulate his father. And that's whenever um, Palpatine is shocking him. You see him, and he's begging for his life. But they say again, he's not actually begging for his life. He is uh, manipulating Vader. Hmm. So Vader will kill Palpatine, the only real threat that they have left. And then they can rule the galaxy as father and son. And then at the end of the movie, whenever he's burning his body... He's not sad. Uh, when it shows him, he's not really sad. He's looking at him kind of disappointed uh, that he won't be able to rule the galaxy as father and son. And then there's the original ending to the movie, which is uh, apparently wherever, wherever the events of Return or Revenge of the Jedi would have been, uh, you would have seen the Rebellion in tatters. Leia was struggling with the idea that she was not queen. And then uh, Luke would go off into the sunset on his own as a loner. Um, obviously, with the implication being that he would eventually turn to the dark side because of everything that's happened to him. Um, so there's always a theory, and that apparently that's, I guess, uh, Mark Hamill himself pitched it to George Lucas hmm. to have that happen. He thought that's the way it should go, and he thought that's the way it was going. And then for some reason, uh, the original producer of the movie, is this is the whole reason they had a falling out. Him and George Lucas had a huge falling out. And it was because over the direction of the movie, because by the, whenever Empire Strikes Back had come out, or was coming out, or they're making it, I can't remember which one, if it was that movie or if it was Return of the Jedi, uh, whenever they're making it, obviously toy sales played a huge part and changed everything, and George Lucas decided that he wanted a happy, euphoric ending to the trilogy and not the ending they had originally written, which was a very dismal, dark ending which would have seen Han Solo killed um, yeah. and a lot of death and destruction and the rebellion hmm. ultimately not winning and I'm like yeah so maybe Luke does turn to the dark side could be maybe they're saying that I mean I'm, I'm cool with that if that's what they do because I mean that's a formidable foe yeah it'd be interesting or at least to see his redemption and maybe he's not fully dark side maybe he's just flirted with it Maybe he's at the point where, you know, Qui-Gon, uh, at least in the extended universe, had flirted with it, was very close to the dark side. Um, or um, there's a character in Knights of the Republic. Oh, yeah. The old Jedi. He was, I know who about. He was neutral. Fully fucking neutral. Couldn't sway him one way or the other. Uh, always neutral. And maybe that's kind of what they're going. Maybe he'll be neutral. Very mm -hmm. uh, neutral. I think that'd be interesting to see that, too. Yeah. Which, that's what I think has happened to him, is he's gone... Um, like he, he built back the Jedi Order and just stuff they're doing after he built it back isn't what he wanted and he's like okay, if you're going to act like that I'm done and he just leaves and he's just very for himself and for the people and he's just kind of like I'll do what's right period it looks like R2-D2 is with him as well yeah which is I think is cool yeah I think that's really cool it's, it's still there like, my question is, is where's 3PO so I'm, I'm curious what's... I'm guessing he's I'm, I'm going to guess he's with Leia yeah I would imagine so. Because he's more of a service droid. Yeah. So I can see Leia he's eating He's a protocol that. droid. Well, you know what I mean. But I see I see more use out of him from Leia. Yeah. And R2 could help Luke. And then I think, I think R2 is going to be, again, I think he might be like kind of the focal point. 
What if R2 that, dies? That would actually be pretty sad. I know. Maybe like if, when Dobby died in Harry Potter. I didn't know. Did you ever see, did you ever notice that Dobby is holding Harry's finger? Yeah. That's super depressing. I never noticed yeah. that the first time I watched the movie and it's the show that he's holding his finger. It's like, yeah. oh, Dobby. Um, speaking of like Star Wars stuff in general, like, did you ever come up with an explanation of why Lando is wearing Han's outfit? <laughs> That's always bothered me. No fucking clue. It doesn't make any I've sense. I've never ran into that and I never noticed it not until Star Wars or not until Family Guy. I know. And never realized they brought that. it back. They brought it out, and they I was like, "You know what? I never noticed that." Yeah, no. And they're that like, "They're like, no, seriously, go watch the movie. It's inexplicable why he's wearing Han's uh, gear." It's like I'm wearing this now. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it was so weird. I never noticed it. And then, I'm it's like, so strange. I guess the theory would be that he had to change his clothes, and the only clothes on there was Han's. I guess, but that's it does weird. Seem weird. That seems odd. That he would just, I'm going to wear Han's outfit now. It's like, maybe if I wear these, like, well, fuck me. Apparently, Han just wears the same clothes over and over and over again. He's got, like, four of the same outfit. <laughs> he doesn't have different clothes sitting out. He kind of looks like he's wearing the same outfit in this one, except for he's wearing uh, Indiana Jones' jacket. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't understand, like, why. <laughs> it's like, we ran out of outfits, but we need you to wear something different. Get Han's outfit. It'll be all right. It's in the Billy Millennium Falcon. Billy just like, why? What? It'll be in the Millennium Falcon. No one will know the difference. Now the ac- all the actors are like, why is he wearing Han's outfit? It's just, shh. Oh. Quiet. Okay. Nobody will notice. All right. Not until some fucking cartoon later on down the road <laughs> points it out. It just, I don't know. It does always bother me. But I, and as far as, like, one of the things I love about Star Wars is in the games and in the books and all the other extended universe stuff, you get so much lore on characters and planets. Like, seeing Kashyyyk in games and whatnot, like, in, in uh, Kodor, and even in Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Force Awakens, wow. And, um, what, what's the game called? Was the... the uh, Knights of the Republic. No, the other one. Knights of the Republic 2. No, the, the one with Darth Vader and the Apprentice. Oh, uh... uh... Yeah. Force Unleashed. Force, Force Unleashed, yeah. And you get to go to Kashyyyk and that. Yeah, you do. That's, that, that kind of stuff makes me happy. Like, I love seeing like the Wookiee planet. Like, that was really you cool. You go to Kashyyyk and Knights of the Republic. I know, that's what I said. Like, Knights of the Old Republic and, ooh, and uh, Force Unleashed. Like, being able to go to those different planets. and Very cool. Yeah. We've never seen yeah. any of the live action. It's just, um, uh, we see it here soon. Yeah, we're hoping. Oh, we did technically see it. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> that does not count. <laughs> I know it's Christmas time, but that does not count. <laughs> can't bring up the Star Wars Christmas thing. <laughs> if you haven't seen the Star Wars Christmas special. Uh, isn't it Life Day? Something like that, yeah. Um, uh, something else uh, before we wrap up. I uh, thought it'd be kind of cool if we do something uh, a little different. Okay. Um, uh, this is spontaneous. It is. I, was, I just now thought about it. Okay. Uh Curious, we were talking about before this, uh, or, or earlier, um, we would talk, we talked well before this, so, uh, everything kind of running together, I can't remember. No, I on. just walked in the door and we started recording. Yeah, immediately, just started, yeah. <laughs> and I, but like, uh, we stopped recording and I walked the fuck out. <laughs> that's right. That's how this works. With this. I don't he's, like you. Let's he's get this out of the studio. Let's get this straight. Uh, by the way, the studio is a wood paneled room with terrible <laughs> acoustics. Um, you wouldn't believe the amount of work I had to do to get the fucking echo out of here. 
Um, anyways, uh, we were talking before about how you know, we go see this. I almost guarantee that I'm going to cry. Oh, yeah. When I see this movie. And not just because of whatever death is going to happen. I'm going to cry because it's a Star Wars movie. Uh, curiosity has struck me. Top three movies that have made you cry. Unexpectedly or just in general? Well, I mean, most... Uh, do you go into a movie expecting to cry? Not always. Not always? Okay, let's go with unexpectedly, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I usually avoid movies that I think might make me cry. Well, yeah, I, if it's an emotional trip, then sometimes I, I kind of yeah, see yeah, it yeah, coming, yeah. but, I mean, it's... Life as a House is, you know, one of them I do expect, so, yeah, we'll go with Unexpected, but, like, Life as a House is one of them, every time I watch it, I know at the scene, whenever his father reveals that he has cancer, I yeah. fucking cry. Yeah. Every time. God, such a good movie. Yeah, it was. Anyways, uh, so, um, top three movies. Let's go three uh, right now until we see how many God, say. I'm trying to think. Um... They don't even have to be, like, in that order. Just top three Just in three general. Just three in general. Okay. Um, gosh. I can't think of any. <laughs> you can't think of any movies. Put me on the spot. Unexpectedly made you cry. Well, I, I know I have. I just can't think of, of what movies they are. Um. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, Go ahead. <laughs> I can't think this of. is literally this is off top. As you we were talking, it popped in my head. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of curious what he his watch that made him cry. Um, I just recently watched the movie uh, Me, Earl, and Dying Girl. Oh, yeah. I still need to watch that. Uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. I didn't tear up. I didn't have a tear drop out of my eye. I bawled. Yeah. Like a baby. And I'm so glad that Michelle was asleep. <laughs> uh, and this is, even now talking about it, oh, my eyes, I'm getting glassy talking about it because it was so emotional. And, like, I knew what, I knew what was happening. And I'm going to go ahead and spoiler alert. He tells you about the movie via narration. Uh, she makes it in the end. Uh, liar, liar, plans for fucking hire. She does not make it out of that movie alive. Uh, and it is so fucking sad. And I'm like, I'm not talking like, oh, that's sad. And just tears came out. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was that fucking sad watching that movie. Uh, after, after, uh, at the end, of, by the end of it, I fucking was bawling. Uh, to the point I even, I took a picture afterwards and sent it to my mother, like, do not watch this movie. <laughs> it made my cold heart turn to fucking fire. <laughs> That's awesome. I need to see that movie. It is, it's actually very good. Even, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't watch it again because I don't want that to happen to me again. Yeah. Um, but that, that's one movie, uh, that's done that to me and it was very unexpected. Um. Striptease. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> striptease made me cry for a very different I reason. Know. No, um. Honestly, a recent movie that I watched that someone told me is like it's sad, it's gonna make you cry, and I was like, eh, maybe we'll see. Um, Inside Out kind of made me tear up a little bit. See, it didn't do anything for me. See, I period I, like I felt nothing when I watched that movie. Really, nothing. So sad. Not even that. Whenever the again, spoiler alert. Just consider every time we do a podcast, it's spoiler alert. I'm tired of fucking saying it. Yeah. Um, uh, whenever their imaginary friend dies, Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Uh, Nothing. I was sad. Did, I felt nothing. I was so sad. I never felt more like a robot in my life. But honestly, like, the part that made me, like, Bean Bomb made me, made me sad, but, like, the part that kind of made me... Oh, when the girl, when the girl uh, finally breaks down? At the end? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that... that, that felt so yeah, real. Yeah, that one, yeah, that one, yeah, I got that a little bit, um... Uh, that one, yeah, I didn't cry, I didn't, didn't even make me tear, but yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool, that was, I could feel that. Yeah. But yeah, I could see where a lot. Everybody I've talked to has said the same thing, so I was like preparing myself 
watching it. Um, yeah, like they told me that. I was like, yeah, we'll see. I refused to watch Up because of that very reason. Yeah, I've Up heard, was. I've heard within like the first 10 minutes, you're balling. That was rough. Like, yeah, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. I don't watch that at all. Why would you I watch mean, that's that? That's technically another one, I guess, that maybe I was not expecting it. In the right. first, within the first 10 minutes, I was like, ah, why? <laughs> They're just cartoon characters. They don't even, they don't even say anything. <laughs> like, there's not even a line of dialogue at um, that point. Let me think. I'm trying to think of something else. Maybe uh, Big Daddy. But it didn't really make me cry, I guess. It made me tear up. Yeah. Um, I wet my own ass. <laughs> it was such a sweet line. It was yeah. such a sweet movie. Um, but yeah, it made, that movie made me tear up. Um, 50-50. I need to watch that still. I haven't seen that one either. Very good moment in the movie. and it's It, it got me like full on. Yeah. Fucking fountains out of my eyeballs. Like an anime movie show. Um, it's a scene, uh, obviously, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character has cancer in the movie. Right. Uh, he has to get surgery. It's on the spine, if I remember correctly. It's on the spine, so they have to do it. It's very risky surgery. Uh, and he's sitting there, he's just talking to his mother, and they're like, hey, it's time for your surgery. He's like, no, hang on a second. He's trying to talk to his mother. And then they're like, no, you have to go. They're trying to get him to go. He's like, no, hang on. And then he starts, fuck, he breaks down because the whole movie's been so strong. Yeah. And at this point, he breaks down. He's like, what? Like, what if I did, don't make it out of there? Then I don't see any of you anymore. And he just finally realizes the risk that's getting ready to happen. That was so fucking real to me. Yeah. Uh, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt did such a good job. And it was, I, I cried during that moment. It was like one of those, like... <sighs> Moments where it was where you had to catch your breath. It yeah, was, I got yeah. Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt got me for another one. Was like that? I Premium I, Rush. No, <laughs> surprisingly, no. I'll tell you, no. Honestly, it is very surprising because I think it just caught me off guard. Uh, but Looper, when you see him at the end going through what happens and and him with his wife and that all that, just realizing realizing what he decided to give up. To save everything. Like, it kind of hit me at a weird point. Like, I could see that. Because, like, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting anything. Like, I expected a decent movie, but I was just like, okay. And then you see him grow up, and then you see Bruce Willis with his wife. And it's like, okay, that's nice. You know, no, whatever. Sad somewhat. And then he comes back, and then that whole thing happens. And at the very, very end of the movie, spoilers, at the very end of the movie where he's standing there looking at Bruce Willis, his, his future self, pointing a gun at a kid who he's already killed, too. Right. <laughs> he's an awful person he's a terrible person um, and we're talking about Bruce Willis not even the character well yeah <laughs> the character too was an awful was person pretty bad, was pretty bad yeah he I killed mean, two children he wasn't Bruce Willis bad but he's pretty bad yeah so but yeah he killed two children already he's killing the third and the mom right there and he goes through it's like in his head like this is what's gonna happen if I don't Stop this. This kid's going to grow up. This thing's, he's going to create bad shit. This is going to happen. All this shit that already happened essentially is going to happen. It's going to be awful. And then he decides to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why. It just hits me. It was, yeah, it was. But it's unexpected. Like I, I That was very unexpected. Um, I love that ending, though. It's I such guess, a good ending. I guess 50-50 I did kind of expect. See, here's the thing. Uh, a little bit of real time. Uh, my sister passed away of cancer, so any movie usually that has cancer in it or has something to do with that, it usually hits me pretty hard. Um, so 50 50, I guess, was kind of expected. Me and Earl and Dying Girl should have, I should have expected it, but I just, I didn't, because it seemed like one of those quirky yeah. um, movies that have been coming out, so I didn't see anything of it. 50 um, 50, I guess, I should have seen it coming, but um, uh, another, I was trying to, man, it's. Battleship. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Because it was like the death. Of ha- it was the death of Taylor Kitsch's uh, career, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah. he was such a promising actor." And Liam Neeson was in it. Oh, Liam like, Neeson was in that movie. Fuck, he's not killing anybody in that movie either. No, um, not even battleships. Not even battleships. Uh, fuck. Um, I can't think of anything else. I really can't think of a whole lot. I mean, uh, I mean, there's movies I watch or shows that I watch that just hit me every now and again. But yeah, um, I'm real bad because there's a lot of times where where it's it's stupid mm-hmm. and they're saying dumb things, but something happens or they say something and and it's it's probably emotions I've just held back, and something happens and I'm just like I feel myself, my throat clench, my eyes tear up, and I'm just like, why, why, why? Pursuit of happiness. Oh yeah, that gets me every time. That was rough, yeah, but that was that's a happy. That was happy though because I mean, it's sad when everything's happened to him though. Yeah, and then it was at the end whenever he finally he gets the job, and it's yeah. like it's like well, even like even this... at that point, I was like, yes, I was so fucking happy for the. And that's how that's just how good Will Smith is. The you scene felt that for hit this me dude. the hardest in that was where he's holding the bathroom door shut. God, yes, and, and he's sleeping. Even like, watching the trailer for that, I saw. Oh, I was like, oh my god, God, it hits me so hard because it's just like. Oh, the stuff he it did. It helps you. It's his own kid. It's his. It's Will Smith's real yeah. kid in the movie. So, it, I mean, it helps out with that. Um, there's another one that's uh, kind of a happy uh, happy cry, I guess, would be. would be. And, again, it, generally these aren't really like... Uh, Me, Earl, and Dying Girl is probably the exception to it. Maybe um, uh, 50-50. But, like, generally whenever I see a movie and it makes me cry, it's not so much like I cry and sob. It's It makes me tear up, which generally I don't feel a whole lot. Uh in any direction usually anger is what I feel the most You're good at <laughs> I'm very good at anger um, but like as far as like that I don't feel a whole lot of that but if, so if it makes me tear up I, I appreciate it a little more because you yeah. feel for the characters um, Fighter yeah the ending of it I'm so happy for both of them. I'm like, fucking, Dickie kicked his habit, and and Mark Wahlberg, can't remember his fucking character's name, yeah. won. <laughs> Hooray. It's mainly but over uh, Dickie Eklund when they are yeah. helping out, but um, that movie... Um, it was really good. TV shows can, don't tend to get me very much. Uh, yeah. Flash is probably the most recent one that got me. Yeah. And um, that had more to do with... Um, I mean, they had, by the time they got to the point where it got me was... Uh, Whenever he goes back to the goes back to the past to try to save his mother. Yeah, that was rough. That was a really rough. And it wasn't so much. It was Grant Gustin, such a good actor. He, he doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't. Um, but he uh, he's so good in that mo- in that show. Rather, um, in that scene where he looks at himself and he's like, and he tells him, you know, don't. And then he, which makes me believe that he already did. Yeah, and he knows. What, so we, I think we'll eventually see that down the line. Because this whole the second season, I haven't watched any of it yet, but the second season is has been a lot of universal. Or like parallels, mm-hmm. uh, parallel universes. So yeah. that'll be alternate universes. So. Yeah. So that'd be interesting if they brought that back. Um, but I think um, it was cool to see that. But it was at that point was when it first got me. Um, when he get, he gets to at least say goodbye to his mother and tell her everybody's fine, everybody made it out okay, we're all happy. That way she dies with peace, which I think is very sweet and it, it, it brought a tear to my eye very much so. And then. Uh, uh, the end of the season, whenever um, uh, Eddie kills himself, fucking got me. Yeah, I was like, ah, no! I was, I mean, it was that, it was actually a moment, and I've n- literally not once ever watching a TV show or a movie, my breath was taken away from me at that point. Whenever he shot I, himself, I wasn't expecting it, I didn't, and as soon as he shot himself, I was literally like. <gasps> 
I, I didn't see it coming. It caught me completely off guard. And uh, even Michelle, who, I mean, she's not a great big fan of it, but she had watched it periodically with us uh, and had gotten attached to some of the characters. She's like, what? Why? And was upset by that. And then uh, we both had the exact same reaction at the end of the show. Whenever like it ends on the cliffhanger, we're like, what? And then we had to wait for a few months. But uh, And then at the beginning of season two, it got me, uh, which you haven't watched. Have you watched? I, I haven't watched any, but I know. They're on, they, I, I just watched actually their mid-season Finale. Finale. Is that the crossover? No. That was, that was last week. That was really good, too. Um, I'm going to start watching it. I got, I was going to say, you have, plenty, you have until January 9th. Okay, yeah, I've got time. But um, We'll talk about that, hopefully, next couple podcasts. Yes. But it was definitely, um, at the beginning of it, uh, and I've already told John about this, was uh, uh, at the beginning of it, and obviously Barry's kind of become a loner, uh, doesn't want any help, doesn't want anybody else to hurt, but uh, Harrison Wells left him Star Labs to run business out of yeah uh harrison wells uh left him that left him a video and the only thing he has to do is watch the video and as soon as he does um the building's his and we fully 100 percent paid for so he wanted to do anything for it won't be foreclosed upon and taken from him so he um finally sits down watches the video with uh caitlin uh and uh it's a party he goes through and you see just grand gusson just he's so fucking angry uh just watching the video sees this dude that killed his mother and he fucking hates him and uh he's so you know mad at the dude and he he goes through his spiel talking about uh Harrison Wells talks about like you know you aren't he said I found out that I loved you you aren't the man that I hated you're the boy that I loved it was you know I grew to love you I care about you like a father would uh which obviously you see Grant Gustin get more mad at that statement he said so from this point back uh, a race he said and then he takes off his glasses he says I Harrison Wells of being a sound mind uh, admit to killing Laura, Laura uh, Lori Allen his mother I admit to killing Barry Allen's mother uh, it had nothing to do with Henry Allen and he admits it and you see and he shows Grant uh, or Barry uh, go from he's angry and then you see instantly just like you can see the weight lifted off of him yeah. and he gets so teary eyed and I fucking teared up I was like Oh, good. His father gets to get out of jail. And then, and then his bolts. father and his father gets out of jail and fucking bails on him. I'm like, motherfucker. But it was uh, definitely a moment in the show that got me. Um, but usually shows don't get me. It's usually movies if it's going to get me. It's going to yeah. be some movies. Uh, shows generally don't. I'll tell you what. In, in Arrow, when when uh, Moira died. Yeah, it kind of got me too a little bit. I was like. Not a whole lot. Not as not, much as I thought not it would have been. big, but it's like. Jesus. Tommy got me more than that. Tommy got me, yeah. Tommy got me bad. Uh, and that was the that was actually the moment of where we watched it. And uh, we talked about this. Uh, me and my buddy Zach used to do a review show called Fearless Reflections, which uh, maybe one day we'll do again. Uh, but John guest starred on it at one point. <laughs> uh, that was so awful. <laughs> it was... See, the skit is what I'm very proud oh, of. Oh, the skit was fun as hell. It was so fucking fun to film. It took, me for, it took us for, forever to film because it took... Uh, I had to be there, John had to be there, my wife had to be there, and so did uh, Zach. Uh, Zach, at the time, lived with us, I believe. Yeah, he did. And so it became a little easier for us to film his parts, and then my parts, John always had to work. Uh, and so it kind of, it got really, it was really hectic for a while trying to get that taken care of. Finally got taken care of, filmed it together. Um, uh, but uh, we got it put together, and then finally, basically what it is, we did these, ma- these skits uh, that... Every skit I'm generally very proud of. 
It was fun. I, I think they're fun. Uh, they're funny. At least I think so. I like that. Pat on my back. Uh, and especially the Arrow one is the one I really, really love. Uh, and then we get to the actual quote-unquote review. Yeah. Uh, which is basically what we're doing now. Only you get to see us talk for about 45 minutes about Arrow. Yeah. And just Arrow. Season one. Yeah. Not like we had the whole mythology to deal with at that point. It was only like season one. We, oh, talked, yeah, about we talked about season one and the actors. And that's about, <laughs> about and it. was 45 it. minutes and it was so boring. I had to edit that shit together. It was so boring. Uh, and I feel so bad for anybody that actually watched it. Uh, except for the skits. The skits are fucking solid. The skit so, was fun, yeah. Uh, at least so, with this, like a podcast, like, you it's know all we, audio. You yeah, know we're just going to be shitting and talking the entire time. That's all we're going to do. It's um, yeah, but uh, so I mean, if you get bored of this. That's your own fault. But see, but uh, we did talk about that at that point, and we talked about how uh, Tommy's death was actually at the point where we figured out Stephen Mel was much more than a pretty face. Yeah, uh, he's a very solid actor, and his reactions what got me uh, uh, in the episode. I didn't again didn't cry. I teared up a little bit, but it didn't cry. It got made me sad though. Um, I guess Walking Dead's gotten me. Once, yeah, once or twice at least. Um, probably got me way more than that, but that's um, fine. I'll tell you what, it didn't get me, Beth. Beth, I didn't give a shit, she died. Um, Daryl, Daryl got me. Daryl's reaction, Daryl's reaction got that me. That was bad, but like, I just hate it because I like Beth, yeah, I did too, but I just didn't give two shits that she died, yeah. Uh, and that Herschel. was their, that was their fault though. Herschel, I, I, yeah. I knew it was, I knew, knew it was, it was coming. coming, but it's just like, God, I hate it. Um, but that show, that one got me, um, and the only other, or only other one I can think of is House, has gotten me, um, twice, that I can think of off the top of my head. Once was, uh, when Kuttner died. That show, how well did you watch, did you watch House? I watched quite a bit of it. Um, Kuttner. Yeah. Whenever he kills himself. Yeah. Uh, now the fact that he killed himself, um, the way they dealt with the entire show is really good. And you see House uh, trying to deal with a puzzle he can't solve. Right. He had no idea. He didn't know why he killed himself and was struggling so hard to figure it out to a point where he was like he was murdered. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, but it wasn't that. It was uh, Taub got me in that episode. The entire okay. time he's condemning him. He's he's like he wanted out, so let's just ignore him. Continue on. We actually have a patient who's actually dying, yeah, and actually worth our time that we can save. And he's being kind of a hard ass. And then at the point there's a they're at the funeral. He decides not to go to the funeral, and he stays behind with the patients. And it shows him, and he's sitting there on the bench by himself. And then it me like it, it takes a second, but then he bawls. He cries so hard, and it's like it's like a sobbing cry. And it's so sad to see the dude do it. And it was uh. That got me a little bit on that show, and the other time was an episode uh, towards the end of this, uh, towards the end of uh, the series, um, where they had a patient who was hallucinating his brother who had died, uh, and he didn't want to get fixed because he was afraid he would forget what his brother looked like, and it was uh, his mother had taken like all the pictures away, like almost like he the his little brother never existed. So he held on to those hallucinations because that's all he had. That's the only memories he had. He got to talk to his brother again. He got to see him on a daily basis. Uh, so he didn't want to get fixed because he was afraid he would forget what he looked like. Uh, so that 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 one got me a lot because the, yeah. the guy's reaction was very, very, very uh, genuine. genuine. It was so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, TV shows... I think Lost got me. Did Lost get you? Once, at least once. Uh, mainly with Charlie's death. I didn't ever watch Lost Man. I don't know That's who funny. Charlie is. 
Um, the old man. Dom, no, Dominique Monaghan. I know who that is, yes. Yeah. He, he played a character named Charlie. He was kind of a drug addict. He was in a band. Uh, and he's kind of, like, the very beginning of the show, he's kind of very selfish. Mm-hmm. Very out for himself. Then he kind of is like, well, what can I do to help? And he starts to help. And eventually starts to become part of the group. And becomes part of the group. And um, kind of falls in love with the character. And they kind of, like, she already has a baby. And he kind of helps her to take care of it. Something like that. And then um, they're going to do something. And the show gets weird about season three anyways. But um, they go to do something, and he goes to this boat, because it's supposed to be one of the other guys' girlfriend's boat, and they're coming to save him. Mm. And he gets out there, and it's him and someone else on that boat, and essentially, <clears throat> Charlie gets locked in a room where the water's building up, and he can't get out, and they're trying to get out, and he can't. And he knows that it's the wrong boat, so on his hand, he writes, not Penny's boat, and puts his hand up against the glass so they can read it. And then drowns. And then they go back. And oh, that's sad. It's like, oh, God. Like, in his last moment, he's he's still got the wherewithal to write down the information. That they need. And yeah. That's, yeah, I can see that. Like it's, oh, it's so rough. Like, I, I'm sure I missed something when I said that, because I haven't watched it. Serenity. Before. But, oh, God. That tears me up every time. Uh, see, I'm not a huge fan of Serenity. I didn't think the movie was as good. nowhere near as good a show because. Well, no. Uh, but I had, what I had, it, the biggest problem I had was that uh, it wasn't. It was a, a continuation, but they had what they were trying to do was introduce every single character again. Yeah. Which was boring and wasted too much time. I think so too. Um, but at the same time, I understand. But what gets you in that movie? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to give you five seconds. Spoiler alert. One, two, three. Wash dies. Four. <laughs> Wash dies. Yes. God, it's so sad. I love Alan Tudyk so much. And it was it was a really good, you know, he's just like, see, I am a good pilot or whatever. And all of a sudden, just a, straight through his fucking chest. And it's. Yeah. And then. Um, a leaf um, on the wind. Yeah. Watch how I soar. And then it was... Um, yeah, I got a book signed with that exact phrase on it. Did you really? From him, yeah, Martin Cara. Oh. Yeah, they, they borrowed the... I have a leather-bound... I think we talked about this before. I have a leather-bound copy of the, like, season one, season two, or not season one, season two, but um, part one, part two, like, the scripts from Firefly and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's leather-bound. Then Mark asked if he could borrow it and went with um, our buddy Steve to uh, Horan, mm-hmm. and Tudyk was there for something. I forget what it was. Probably, like... Tucker Dale versus Evil. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. And uh, he got him to sign it. That's he awesome. says, John, I am a leaf on the wind. Watch how I saw Alan Tudyk. And I'm like, oh, God. He gave it to me for Christmas. That's adorable. It was amazing. They took a picture of him while he was signing it, and they weren't supposed to take pictures. And they got a picture of Alan Tudyk essentially going, like, angry. <laughs> I was like, well, you know. It is what it is. Took um, it. Bye. That's a good gift. Oh, it's awesome. I fucking love it. Dude, you know, uh, still kind of uh, to this day... Uh, you've given me probably top five, no, nah, top three. You give me top three gifts. Yeah. And it was the Green Ranger watch. Yeah. That got me. Like I, I, I saw that, dude. I was like, that's fucking Jake. That's he got him. me. He got me this like fucking brilliant watch from whenever, you know, obviously from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It was the Green Power Ranger. Uh, it's just a watch. It was in a tin. Yeah. Uh, still in a tin, in the plastic casing. Plastic casing's been cut open, uh, obviously, because somebody wore it at one point. Yeah. Um, and it had the watch inside. He got that for me uh, for my birthday. Yeah. And gave, he gave it to me early. 
I gave him, like, three legitimate hugs. Like, <laughs> it was, like, genuine. Not like I was like, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, ha, thank you. And then, it, but I was like, I was so fucking happy he gave me that. And I was like, legitimate hugs. And it was uh, uh, easily one of the best gifts I've ever received. And it's just a little watch. And it's because yeah. I love Power Rangers so I, damn much. I remember because when I got that, I was like, I looked at it. I was like, it's kind of worn. And yeah. I was like, okay. Batteries didn't work, so I took it out of the packaging and I washed it off as best I could because it was dirty. Yeah, I mean, and it looks—I think it looks good. It looks really good. Uh, I bought a new battery, popped it, put the new battery, and set the time on it, and then put it back in the packaging. It was—I oh, just love it. Yeah, and it's still sitting in the packaging too. Like I haven't taken it out. I don't—I I don't want to touch it. I want to keep it forever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was really surprised. I found that just randomly. Michelle's, Michelle's giving me, a, I think she probably gave me my favorite gift, which is actually uh, a him DVD. Oh, yeah. Um, it was, uh, it was, we'd only been dating for a couple months, and she knew how much I loved uh, the band Him. Uh, if you haven't listened to Him, greatest band in the world. Who are the Beatles? Um, but, uh, so she got me this DVD, it's got, called uh, Digital Versatile Doom. It was their first live DVD. She bought it for me. It was a huge, like a huge collector's edition thing. She got it for me, and it was ah, uh, I was like at the I was like I love this woman. I'm gonna marry her. Hey, you did? I did. It was weird. I have her at t- initial tattooed on me, but it's her maiden name, which I didn't think too far in advance. I guess, but I guess not. So be it. It's her maiden name. Do you not remember really? No. Stevens. Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's been forever since I thought about. Her father that. got a job at Walmart. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, Brian asked, was like, is that Michelle's dad? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with him. No. <laughs> He's kind of gruff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, wow. I can't remember. I haven't said that, thought about that name in so long. She's in Overton. Yeah. So it's, it's always, always been, like, it's hard for me to see, see Kara, our buddy Mark, his wife. Like, it's hard for me to see her and go, oh, yeah, she used to be a Ramey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I don't, it's just <laughs> it's, Beasley. Yeah, because, like, I know, like, and I can see her, and I can see her brothers and her sister. I'm like, oh yeah, it's Beasley. No, no, they're not Beasleys. <laughs> it's weird to think that like um, I have a I have a buddy of mine uh, named Baden. Uh, everybody else calls him Baden. I still call him fucking Fisher because this is his last name. We used to yeah. call him Fisher. Uh, there was a phase where everybody went through and called everybody by their last name. Oh, his yeah. was always his is Fisher to this day. It. And I have another friend uh, named Matthew. Uh, uh, I call him Pope. His last name is Pope, and we used to call him the Pope or um, nice. the Prodigal Son. Um. I remember people in high school calling me Slevin all the time. Or mo- actually, most of them call me Slevins, because apparently I'm plural. I don't know why. It sounds like a terrible fat joke. Yeah. I was like, thanks. Thanks, you know, like, guys. I remember in high school, like, people were like, Slevin, what's up? Or Slevins, what's up? And I was like, I got, uh, let me see. John. <laughs> snake. I got a lot of snake. I yeah. still get that, actually, to this day. Um, there's people uh, that, uh, actually, my sister's dating this dude, and his brother, I believe, says, Aren't you Snake's sister? And she's like, huh? Because <laughs> my sister, she didn't go to school with St. Anthony, so she didn't have to live with that. Uh, so she had no idea about that. Um, or she did, but not didn't remember it. And there's people like whenever my mother goes to like the village pantry in town, she, uh, she'll she sit there and they'll be like, Snake's mom! Or Snake's dad! And gone from that. And that, my dad learned to accept it. He's like, yeah, that's, that's me. I guess that's, I uh, am. <laughs> it's a snake. Uh, there was, at one point, Snake Avelli. Because I had a massive obsession with Tupac Shakur. Who went by Machiavelli for a while. So yeah. I was Snake Avelli, naturally. Actually, yeah. Uh, Yake. 
That was from another guy. We decided that everything we would say to each other, we would say and begin with a Y instead. So he was Yaniel and I was Yake. And then everything we would yak about. And I we have no idea where it came from. We just started doing it one day. Might as well. Um, but there's still people who call me that. Uh, but generally, uh, it's Jake now. Actually, people at work are just now figuring out that my name is Jake. They call me Johnny there, generally. Uh, my old team leader. It's actually, so weird for me. I hear people call you Johnny, and I'm like, no. Zach did that, too. He would try to call uh, O'Reilly's, yeah. and he's like, is Jake there? And I'm like, no, nah, we don't have Jake here. And then like, they would hang up. <laughs> and he'd call back, is Jake there? And they're like, no. And uh, he's like, is Johnny there? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then people are like, is your name Jake? I'm like, no, it's not Jake. And I would just make them not call me that, because as soon as somebody calls me Jake, they're friends. And yeah. that's something I didn't want to get uh, get with. And it's just now started to happen at work. Uh, for a while, I kept it as I was Johnny. I saw a guy there uh, named Zach. Uh, he's in a band uh, called My Sweet Fall. Very good band. Uh, if you get a chance, go listen to him. They're a very, very talented uh, group. Um, he still calls me Johnny, but I consider him a pretty good friend. Uh, a couple people still call me Johnny, but uh, my old team lead is friends with me on Facebook as well, and he calls me Jake. Um, and he's uh, somebody was calling me Johnny, and uh, he was his name's Mitch. Uh, he's like. Uh, Mitch was like, he's like, no, his name is Jake. And they're, they're like, no, his name is Johnny. And they looked at me, I'm like, legally my name is Johnny. But I go by Jake. And they're like, what? <laughs> and like, it looked like I had shattered their world whenever they, they just, I know, mind blown. Uh, How can you go by a different name? Let me tell you that story. I'll tell this, I'm going to tell this story once. Okay. We're getting close here to yeah. the end, but uh, I want to tell this being close to the two hour mark. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Oh, um, people like this show, right? Hopefully, <laughs> please like us. Please like us. I can sit here and just talk for fucking five hours. That's how we are. If I didn't have to go to bed, um, but uh, no. Uh, so basically, what happened was uh, when my mother was pregnant with me, they decided her and my father decided to call. It. My name was going to be Jake, right? Uh, they get in there and then all of a sudden my father, as she was giving birth, decided that he wanted me to be named after him. So I was going to become Johnny Jr. Uh, me too. <laughs> I was John Jr. You're John, John Jr. or Johnny? John. John. My dad's name is John. Um, but so they call me, uh, they're Johnny Jr. And he won out. So on my birth certificate, it says Johnny, uh, Johnny Ray Overton Jr. Um, so they, uh. Got home, and then my father started calling me Jake. So he got it legally that his name is carried on, but from the time I was an infant till this very day, I go by Jake because of that reason. And not Jacob, not Ray, not Junior, not J.R., fucking Jake or Johnny, and that's about it you can yeah. call me. I'm going to start calling you J-Ray. Oh, <laughs> I'm, just that. I'm just kidding. That'll end this podcast I'm quick. just kidding, J-Ray. Oh my God. <laughs> that was the last time he said anything. <laughs> I don't tell people stories for this very reason. No, that's good. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Oh, yeah. I heard that all the time. I fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. Is that your name, too? No, yeah. His name was my name, too. <laughs> Whenever we go out, he would always shout. Because <laughs> the fucking half Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're like, and then you cry, and I cry out of my good eye. <laughs> and the Asian eye would just be like, sparkle. 
because people growing growing up, man, people always called me Jonathan, like teachers, everything. And I let a couple, I let a couple teachers slide, a couple people I know slide would call me Jonathan. And one is department manager I have, Dawn. Like I let her call me Jonathan because I like her a lot and she's cool and whatever. Uh, and then there was a couple teachers I had. Um, Mr. Stein was one. I loved him and I wish he was still teaching. Uh, and there was one other teacher I can't remember in, in high school that called me Jonathan and I let it go because I didn't care. Um, but I don't like being called Jonathan because it's not my name. Right. It's not legally my name. Don't want to be called that. You can call me whatever else you want, really. Honestly, about. And I'm okay with it. But mostly growing up, my names were John, Johnny, uh, and if I got, my parents got mad at me, it was John David. Oh. Yeah. Was, I mean, my dad's name was John David too, though, so whatever. And then for my really close friends, my name was Asian growing up. I and mean, that's just. Clever? Yeah. That's fine with me. I didn't care. Like high school, when, we were, when I was in show choir, I told my, my teacher. <laughs> I know that nickname bothers Joe, though. Does it? <laughs> well, he's, uh, yeah, from what I, I thought you said something about Oh, I know. He, he doesn't like calling me Asian. Yeah, because just, people. Uh, it's just kind of bland. Bland and not yeah. funny. He likes, he likes unique names but um yeah because in high school show choir our teacher i was like i want my shirt we had shirts with different things on the back of them we could choose and i was like i want my shirt to say asian and he was like i don't know like it's kind of we can't really do that and i was like just do it it's my senior year screw everybody else you first of all it's you can have whatever you want if you're half asian he let me do it so i was happy yeah it was awesome i love that shirt um there's a few people, and uh, you know, I, I like you know, it's kind of cool thing about like people's nicknames or stories behind it. Uh, my old best friend, uh, her name is Nicole. Uh, still, I haven't talked to her very often. Um, you know, drifted apart, obviously, as most friends do. Um, still very care, care very much for her, but uh, uh, I still call her, and I think I'm the only person that does uh, to this day. I call her Thrasher. Uh, that was her name all through high school, uh, just because she was into uh, metal. So you would call her Thrasher, which was, hey, it's a weird name. It's her, her last name is Brasher, so it's oh, you know, so that makes more sense than yeah. But so it was kind of uh, you know fun to say that, and I still to this day I'll call her Thrasher. I very rarely call her Nicole. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, there's that, and I had you know Fisher and Pope, and then um, trying to think, there's a, I have a friend named Jebert, uh, which awesome. is uh, his name was Jason Ebert. Um, I don't know all these people's first and last names. Just find them on Facebook and talk to them. Yeah. Um, Send them random yeah, totally. sexual messages. Exactly. Totally. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, it was because in high school when you signed on to stuff, it was like uh, you know, your first initial and your last name. His was Jay Ebert. Jebert. Yeah. Uh, had another one uh, named, uh, his real name is Kevin. I called him Buddy. He's been called Buddy for years. Uh, his name is Buddy, Ox, Lunchbox. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, usually I call it Mox. Uh, <laughs> another one is actually Zach's brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> uh, he lost half of his hand. Oh. Very unfortunate, honestly. Um, but opened up like a world laugh. of opportunities. I feel like I'm gonna um, laugh now. We started calling him the one-handed bandit. <laughs> That's awesome. And he was, it was very funny because after he had, uh, Cut his hand off. He was obviously he's fine. Uh, he was going through physical therapy to gain function of his hand. He started it back on, and he was he came to school one day and he's like, <laughs> he's like, look what I can do. And then he just very slowly nudges his hands down and flips me off with this little gimpy hand. 
<laughs> and then he'd do the thing from like Scary Movie 2 he's like here let me use my strong hand come the strong hand uh, but yeah Chris like, yeah Chris Elliott and we would call him you know call him one hand a bandit or you know Kyle is really the only thing we ever honestly call him uh, that's awesome but yeah uh <laughs> There's a lot of people. We had so many fucking weird. Yeah, uh, the only really main people I knew that had nicknames were uh, Chris and David Hill, because like playing Xbox, they gave you random names. Mm-hmm. And when they started their accounts, it was uh, like Haggy Almighty or Haggy something like that. What well, was? His. Way he still goes by to this day. Yeah, he still goes by Haggy. Yeah. Uh, and then his brother was his the, the tag he gave him was Becoming Muffin. It's fucking amazing to begin with, and now it's just Muffin. We just call him Muffin. We call his 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 son uh, Mini Muffin. It's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, love those nicknames. So I've got no. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like. I, I've I've met Haggy before. He's a cool, dude. Um, uh, I've I know Muffin. Yeah, I know you. Do. I've got no beef with him though. I, know. I like the dude. He's cool. Um, but I'm friends with. His wife? Are they married? Hmm? Are they married? Brittany and him? Yeah. Uh, I'm friends with her ex-husband. Right. Uh, who, I I have a thing where I like to call people by their, like, proper name, I guess. Except for Joe. I still call him Joey. Yeah. Uh, I call him Joey. Uh, but I will call him Joseph. Uh, and everybody thinks it's weird that I call him that. I, I call my mother, mother. And she doesn't like it. And everybody else thinks, thinks it sounds like I'm fucking... Uh, uh, psychopath because I call her mother uh, I have the same with my dad which I like to do uh, and <clears throat> he says something silly and I go <clears throat> oh father must you embarrass me again <laughs> and he laughs and I laugh and we continue <laughs> <laughs> it's uh <laughs> yeah it's uh it's cool like I, I call him usually call him my father dad but uh there's every time now and again I call him father yeah. Uh, he doesn't give two shits about it. I uh, call him uh, Pops. Pops? Yeah. Or I'll call him uh, Old Timer. Uh, I, like I like to make fun of how old I call him uh, John Boy. I'll call my father John Boy. John Boy. Well. I like that. Uh, that's a, that was actually his nickname when he worked at uh, his old job. Start calling my dad Quigley. Quigley? Quigley Down Under. He likes that movie. So. Yeah. Um, but it was his nickname, and I used to wear uh, I used to wear my dad's old work shirt, and it had John Boy on. Oh, that's cool. And uh, people started calling me that for a while, and then actually, my phone is listed as John Boy, not even Father John Boy. That's cool. Um, <laughs> which again, that's not. He's he's called my dad Daddy O. Daddy Weird. That just seemed odd. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I haven't done that in a long time. Call it now. No, I call Michelle's I call, I call uh, father. A lot of time. I call Michelle's father Davy Boy. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what people used to call me Johnny Appleseed oh I had that too very yeah. very very small uh, time but it was definitely yeah, there it was like elementary school yeah because that's when we were learning about Johnny Appleseed and they are like oh you wear a pan on your head and I was like fuck you fuck you motherfucker <laughs> I don't wear a pan on my goddamn in 10 head. years in 10 it's years I will yell at you <laughs> um, 10 years from now I will curse at you that's what I'll learn curse words <laughs> I had a teacher um, he didn't didn't like me uh, wait Teacher didn't like you? <laughs> well, that's so surprising. Shocking. You were like a model student. Totally, man. <laughs> All 40 days I was there. Oh, yeah. Um, no, uh, he wasn't a huge fan of me. He used to, We used to kind of have like a friendly thing going on. Um, had a friendly thing going on. He would always bring up like the Columbine shooting, which doesn't sound very friendly. 
uh, because he knew uh, he would always blame Marilyn Manson oh, yeah. for it. Because he knew it would always uh, rev me up. And uh, I'd always go into a whole spiel about that. And, uh, <laughs> but we, you know, we always had kind of a fun thing because, uh, uh, he would tease me, I'd tease him. Um, he told me I was, uh, he told me one time he thought I was like a psychopath because I, uh, somebody, we were doing current events and somebody had brought up that somebody at the time had died, uh, got run over by a float at Disney World. Oh. And I laughed. That's uh, kind of funny. I couldn't stop. He, he was like, what is wrong with you? Are you crazy? Are you a psycho? And I was like, no. I said, I mean, you don't get better irony than that. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, she got run over by a float at the happiest place on earth. You don't think that's funny? That's pretty funny. Like, I mean, it's a very sad for her family, it's, quite yeah, obviously. But, it, but at the same time, it's like, one, it's Disney. It's Disney World. But I mean, it's, and someone died. Two. At least she's like, at least like they're like, oh no, mom. But I mean, let's, you know, we were here. Let's just have fun at least. Yeah. But the two, they're floats. They're floats. They don't go very fast. They don't. Like she, she could have got out of the way, I imagine. I, mean, I don't I know. I feel like that's a scene from Austin Powers. In the <laughs> <scene roller. laughs> No, no. no. <laughs> I really feel like that's that scene. Um, but no, he was. Like, but it got to a point where he didn't like me very much, just because. Uh, what if it was a float? But it was the scene from Bambi where the hunter kills the mom. That'd be really funny. Oh, a float of that scene. Yeah. Oh my god. That'd be amazing. It killed <laughs> the daughter. So many things going on. Oh my god. Um, no, he didn't like me though because I stopped calling him by his name. Because uh, he's Mr. Guthrie. Uh, so I stopped calling him by that. I would call him... Because um, I had to take the class again. Uh, because I didn't like him. So I refused to do his homework. I fucking showed him. Uh, so I had to take his class again. And when I got in there, I was like, do I have to call you Mr. Guthrie? And he was like... He's like, yes. I'm like, I mean, what if I... What, can I call you Troy? And he was like, no. I was like, can I call you Guthrie? He's like, No. Like, how about gut? Can I call you the gut? And he was like, no. I was like, how about G-Unit? G-Unit? And I was like, G-U-3? And I, I kept going through all these, like, different things. He's like, no. And I, like, I refused to ever call him by Mr. Guthrie. And uh, he just stopped liking me. <laughs> I remember in, uh, in freshman year, I had a class, and the teacher was awesome. Like, he was a good teacher. He was funny. He was new. Um, but his name was Mr. Lux. And we called him that for about two weeks. <clears throat> and then me and two other students that I was friends with uh, just said, whatever, he's cool. I like him. We called him Chris because that was his name. All right. And he did not like it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I don't care, but I'm supposed to be a teacher. <laughs> it's like, I'd see him out like Walmart or Kroger or wherever. And we'd be shopping and I'd say like, Chris. And he's like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was Ooh. awesome. I loved him a lot. He was really good, but it made me laugh like the next year after that. Um, he was doing something with chemicals and got it on his face. Yeah. And like had to go to the hospital and get his eyes washed out. Yeah. Like he's fine. Nothing, nothing wrong right. with him, but it's just scary. Yeah. So, I mean, could have been worse. He, um, but he's, he's in good shape. I had a, a teacher absolute favorite teacher of all time uh name was uh mr mel mrs lindzik now um but uh, i never once had the urge to call her allison that, that was her name i never called her that i always called her jamel uh even now i call her jamel even though her last name is different um uh but i would call her jamel 
And uh, she actually, I mean, as far as student teacher goes, we became pretty good friends, and uh, she was always very good to me. Um, very sweet. And then whenever she left, uh, like I was like, well, I was in drama club, and did the lights and sound for him. Very, yeah, I ended up being pretty okay at it, and um, it was kind of fun. But then she left. I was like, well, fuck this. I don't do this nonsense anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and then her replacement got me to come back and do it after I quit school. <laughs> I'm done with you guys. Yeah. And, uh, but she got, came back my it was my senior year. Uh, and she was like, we come do lights and sound. Like I'll show somebody how to do lights and sound. And I did. I just taught them how to fuck around back there with the lights and sound. And, um, it was very terrible. I did very terrible things with, uh, <laughs> sound. um, and I had another teacher we called him gauze. And to this day, I'll still say gauze. Damn it. As if his name is a replacement for God. Perfect. Um But no, it, 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 good days. Some days in high school are pretty good. Some days others. I was telling really. telling someone else, uh, buddies of mine, about show choir because we had a competition at our school, and uh, we were just killing time waiting for the next stuff to start. And uh, I don't know if you know anything about our light and sound person that we had. Uh, his name was Floyd. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't know if he still works here. I don't think he does. He was awesome. Like he was a dick, but. Awesome. awesome. He day. was a dick to people he didn't know or didn't care about. Uh, and I don't know if he got paid or not. Honestly, I think I feel like he did. He should have. Right. But he was just kind of there. He was just kind of like, we call, we kind of felt like he was a troll. Like he was just there. Just chilling out. And he was just like, he just hid there and did our sound. But he was awesome. <clears throat> he reminds me of like Cheech and Chong. Like he's that kind of look to him, like long gray hair, look like he smoked a lot of pot. <laughs> No, but he was really cool when we, like, we talked to him. Like, he let us set up, uh, at the time, our Xboxes onto the big screen. And with the, with the sound system in the high school and everything, it was fucking awesome. That's pretty dope right yeah. there. Uh, but he was real cool. Uh, and then and during that competition, he was there for our sound stuff. Um, one of the guys was like, oh, yeah, I can do backflips off of walls. I'm like, all right. So we thought he was going to do it off the main wall because we have a big main wall right there in the back. And he runs towards the side. On each wing, we had a little stick out of a wall like a prop wall yeah to block out visual from the entrance off the wings Mm -hmm. they're just dry wall like it's just empty hollow wood and he runs we're like all of us in unison we're like no no and he runs and jumps and puts his foot through the wall falls back or hits his head on the ground (laughs) and and Floyd walks out there on the middle of stage and he's off the side but walks over to him he was like, what were you thinking? Are you stupid? <laughs> Maybe you should check next time. We, and he was like, coming to. <laughs> oh my God. That reminds me, we had a, <laughs> we had, I had the dumbest friends. Um, they did a lot of backyard wrestling. And then during lunch, we were allowed to go into the gymnasium and listen to music. We were able to play our stereo as a sitting area and chill out. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, these two kids pulled off the mats and started like, "Hey, let's wrestle." So when they did, um, one of them set him up for uh, a frog splash. Got up. We had like uh, the bleachers, obviously, well off the ground. I would say uh, probably close to seven, eight feet off the ground. Uh, it's where the announcers usually sat and scorekeeper uh, in the old gym. Uh, they got up. One of them got up on there while the other one was prone on the ground. Uh, you cut it there, so you gotta figure the 80 feet plus however tall the kid was. Uh, did a frog splash, overshot the mat a little bit. Oh, as soon as you hit face, poof, 
smack on the on the fucking hard ground on the in the on the gymnasium floor. Ow. Uh immediately knocked himself out. Yeah. And kind of convulsed a little bit. Yeah. So everybody was a little worried, naturally. Uh but not so worried that we would go and tell anybody. Apparently uh, my friends decided, and obviously I'm very guilty because I saw it all happen. I didn't say shit to anybody because fuck it, I didn't like the kid anyways. Um, they took him instead of going to get somebody, they took him and drug him off the mat and down, uh, some stairs down towards the men's locker room and just let him sit down there until he came to. Makes sense. I'm like, naturally, that's naturally. what you would do. Not, Absolutely. not get somebody. No. Again, obviously I'm just as guilty because I saw it happen. Uh, but again, fuck the kid. Yeah. Um, that, and then, um, <laughs> this is a story I was in drama club. Uh, I was, we were listening to music. We were able to, while we're setting up all the, the set and getting all the lights, everything set up. We were allowed to listen to music over the loudspeaker. Uh, I always brought my CDs in, uh, very much, uh, consisted of Marilyn Manson, uh, not Mudvayne. Yeah. Stuff of the sort. I decided to listen to Manson's live album. Uh, last tour on earth nice and listen to I was listening listen to there was a girl there named Jana uh, who I actually ran into when we when I went to my high school reunion uh, very different now than what she was then at least viewed uh, very sweet very nice uh, always very nice in general but uh, hung out with a different crowd that didn't like me so uh, you missed she, mine huh I missed mine your crowd no my my tenure oh yeah I I wasn't going to go and then I just ended up going uh, anyways uh, so we were sitting there in drama club and I was listening to it and she ran and told Mr. Mel that I was listening to Marilyn Manson that shouldn't be allowed to listen to Marilyn Manson uh, there and uh, Jamal's like are you listening to Marilyn Manson like, yeah it's not bad though and she's like are you sure I'm like yeah totally it's not bad and then we sat there and there was for some reason a silence between us at that point and at this very time whatever I can't remember exactly what song was um, it began, it was Marilyn Manson, uh, talking about a dream he had had where he met God. God came down from heaven and, uh, Manson told him to suck my dick and that played over the loudspeaker and, uh, Jamal looked at me, kind of gave me a look, I was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and go turn that off then and just <laughs> <laughs> and turn around and shut it off. But it was, it was a very funny moment. That's and, uh, awesome. Uh, we got away with we got away with murder out there. It was, crazy, uh, but it was very fun. That's awesome. Uh, My, uh, those are the times that were that were fun for me. I remember with uh, Ramafinger with Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was dance captain, show choir. I'm sorry, Se- what? Yeah, senior Ramafinger was a dance yeah, it was, captain. It was, it, was, it was up between me and him, senior year. And he, dude, can a dude still groove? He won me out. Uh, sure. I think it's more choreography than anything. Like we all have basic stuff we probably remember, but I'll make him dance. Do it. Like dance, monkey dance. Do it. Do it. Uh, but he, he he won out on me for dance captain. Because uh, it was me and him up for it, as mm-hmm. far as I know. And then I, I tried to do um, um, the marching band lead, whatever that was, too. And didn't make that. Mainly because the teacher came out and told me, like, hey, I can't afford to lose you as a trombone player because we have no strength in that, in that section. So I can't let you be the drum major. I was like, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So dance captain... He was, uh, when practice starts, he would, him and the other girls, one guy, one girl for dance captains, they would get everyone warmed up before practice started. So put in music and just stretch or whatever, just to stretch. I just really remember Nick coming in there 
Kenmore leaving and him pulling up the, the stereo that we had to warm up with music. He looked around, Kenmore was gone, put a disc in, shut it, hit play, and all I heard was drums and like, and I'm like, oh yeah, I know this is, and just kill switch engage started. It just fucking blasted. And we we're just like, the entire time, Nick and I were just like, yeah, head banging, just yeah stretching getting ready and then Kenmore walks back and is like what is going on what are you turn that off <laughs> oh that's so funny another thing I remember about that, I think it was the same practice is Kenmore snaps when he does our movements mm-hmm. for numbers he snaps and he snapped his hands are dry and he snapped real hard and ripped the skin off his fingers ah! yeah Ugh. I remember that because like bam he's like ow <laughs> he like left and just came back with a bandage on his finger Ugh. So I don't know if he ripped it off completely, but like it bled, so it had to rip something off. Ugh. Yeah, I was like, oh, fucking gnarly. Yeah, so but I remember that. Mm. And I, I remember, I remember Nick putting in kill switch engage because I laughed so hard. It was. So Did they let fun. us get away with like murder? Like um, during lunch, we were able to play literally any song we wanted. They didn't give two shits about it. And then we had kids just literally dropping out of the air, knocking themselves unconscious, and um. But yeah, I mean, there are some points in high school that were pretty fun. Um, There's not a lot of them, but yeah. And I met, I met obviously, some very cool people back then, and uh, people I'm still friends with to this day. Uh, but generally, yeah, fuck high school, man. It was uh, it was really a drag, kind of. For the most part. Yeah. I mean, I liked all the band stuff I did. I loved all the... Drama Club was actually ended up being pretty quiet. fun, uh, whereas at one point, I was, I was the same kid that would always be like, you know, Drama Club's gay, fuck that. And then, like, I was begged into it because uh, my sister actually ran with the lights and sound for the former teacher. And uh, she was graduating that year, and teacher's name was Zell. She came up to me, and she asked me to, you know... Or first she tried to get Angie to talk me into it, and Angie asked me. And I was like, no, fuck that. That's gay. And that was my that was my big thing back then, which is fucking... That was sexual. That was sexual. But no, it was uh, definitely... Um, it's definitely not how I am to the, now. I don't say that. I think it's fucking stupid to say something like that. But at the time, as a kid, that's what you said. Uh, so I was always like, no, nah, fuck that. That's gay. That's stupid. Yeah. And, um, and but my sister always started talking to her, and she told the teacher that I had said exactly that. And the teacher came and was like, it's not gay. I was like, it's a drama club. I don't feel like getting fucking made fun of. I said, I already get made fun of as is. Because at the time, I was very into rap. And, um... Uh, dressed differently. Yeah. Um, what's the word? No, uh, um, uh, Joey said it. Um, in his uh, in the, in his straight out Compton review, wigger. Oh yeah. That was the word. Wigger with a W. Uh, still not very good. It's too close to the word. I don't really like saying it either. But that's exactly what I was called. Um, uh, I was actually called a lot of actually pretty terrible things. Even as at that point in my life, I would say stupid things. I was like uh, vanilla inward. I was called that a lot. Oh, which nice. I was like, ow, that's pretty fucking mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at the time, even, I was like, that's insensitive. Yeah. That's gay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I would dress of that sort, so I got made fun of quite a bit. Yeah, I um, look back at how I dressed in like, uh, high yeah. school. I'm like, oh. I even go back after that point, like I dressed in those big old like uh, jeans. Yeah, like like Nick wore a lot of Jinko jeans. Yeah, it, it was like those big, big, big ones, and yeah. then like uh, a lot of my jeans had like straps and I got belts and buckles and shit on it, and I wore... Um, uh, first of all, I had a boots. chain wallet for a long time. I still have... I have them every now and again, but... Uh, yeah. I uh, had a... Uh, 
wallet, or not a wallet, uh, a combat boots, which I actually like the combat boots. They're very comfortable. Um, and then I had another set of boots that were uh, about an inch and a half tall. Yeah. Uh, and they buckled all the side and came up to about my, uh, uh, close to my knee. Damn. And I wore those too much, too regularly. <laughs> Uh, even looking back, I'm like, oh, man. And I always ask my mother, I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? Uh, I'll let you dress you. <laughs> and uh, she was, but she always said it because she, she always defended me. It's whenever uh, teachers or other parents were like, she's like, don't you worry? Why would you let him dress like that? That's, he doesn't make you look bad. And she'd always say the same thing. And, I, and to this day, I feel the same way. If your kid wants to dress some way, let him dress that way. Yeah. Uh, but she said, if he wants to dye his hair, he wants to dress weird. Uh, let him be unique. Let him be unique. She said, but if this is the worst thing that he does, then I've done a great job as a mother. Which she's yeah. right. I went through high school. I never once smoked weed. Not once. Yeah. I never I never did drugs in school unless I hurt my knee and they put me on Vicodin. Um, I tried drinking. Uh, not my thing. I don't drink to this day. Um, you know, and she's right, though. That was the weirdest, uh, worst, quote-unquote, thing I did. Uh and I've always, I've always maintained that there were times whenever my sister would uh, always make Jackson, my nephew, uh, cut his hair or stuff like that. And I was like, if he wants to grow his hair, I just let him grow his hair out. I said, it's not, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I get, I mean, and a lot it's, of it's, guys. It's, I always tell her, I said, I, I, I'm not trying to impede because that's the worst thing I, you could do is impede on her. She is the parent. I don't yeah. ever say it to him. Uh, I always just tell her, just let him. I said, do you remember all the stuff mom let me do? I said, I mean, granted, I'm not the most sane person to this day. And I have my own issues, but it had nothing to do with how I dressed or act or dressed yeah. or how I wore my hair. Let him grow his hair out. Let him do whatever he wants to do. Uh, let a kid do whatever he wants to do. Uh, let him find his own way. Uh, I found my own way now. I dress however I feel like fucking dressing. I don't fall into any sort of um, fad. I think my hair is probably the closest thing to uh, giving in to a style. Sure. But uh, generally, I mean, I just I mean, wear whatever is, fucking fancy. As long as you're not wearing something like awful. Yeah, like, don't, don't let him go out looking like a. Don't let him go out wearing a fucking white Batman tuxedo. That'd be bad. You ever seen that picture of Jaden Smith? Yeah, yeah. Don't let him do that. Yeah. Don't let him be Jaden Smith. There's a limit to the freedom that kids yeah. be allowed. Like, like dressing up, like having a swastika. That'd be bad. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Uh, obviously, there's limitations. Don't let them. Let them be unique, but don't let them be. <laughs> If they want to, if they want to wear big old Jingo jeans, and they want to wear Marilyn Manson. Yeah, let them. Like I remember Nick when he we were in high school. The first time I met him, he had green hair and Jinko jeans. He had hair. He had hair. <laughs> I remember he had like the chili bowl, like striped down, the green hair, the Jinko jeans, chain wallet. I had the very similar thing in high school. I had is actually quite quite close to what I have now, uh, except for longer. It was actually much longer, and I would change colors pretty frequently. Yeah. Uh, last thing I did whenever I had it was I bleached it blonde and had red tips on it, which didn't quite take. So it ended up being pink tips and then faded away, and I had bleached blonde hair. Um, looked people actually seemed to like it, and I was like, "This looks stupid. Are you crazy? Like I've done some shitty shit with my hair. This is awful." Yeah. Um, I remember Joe had like blonde. Like I have a senior picture where he has like yeah. uh, he has like a little like it looks like frosted tips and oh shit. yeah frosted I tips. had frosted tips at one point too I didn't I, I did I, I, the only like, thing I've ever done with my hair as far as color is like after I think it was at, maybe it was senior year uh, Bob and I both put purple like low lights in her hair yeah it looked dumb because you couldn't even see them I did that I've done uh, I grew my hair out I was trying to grow it out for the locks for love 
And then on a whim, uh, one night, me and I was started dating Michelle. Me, her, and her brother were watching uh, a wrestling pay per view, and um, <laughs> she was dyeing his hair. And she's like, "Can we do your hair?" I'm like, "Fuck it, do it." And so she put uh, half red and then half purple. And it all ended up looking very similar. And then for some reason, whatever color it was, or whatever brand it was, and the color of my hair, which is almost black, uh, fried it completely. It turned, it went from red to everything was orange. And, like, seemed to stay orange. Didn't seem to grow much more after that. Yeah. Um, that was the last time I really colored my hair, because I was like, I don't want that to happen again. So. Yeah, it'd be bad. Yeah. I don't, I've never really done anything. I don't have much hair to be, now to begin with. It's yeah. very thin. I feel like just getting older, I was like, I don't want to have to deal with my long hair, so I just cut it all off. That's, I'm going to grow it out. As I say, I'm going to grow it out a little bit longer now, but it's uh, definitely, yeah, it's uh, very hard to maintain. I don't see the point in it anymore. I remember, I saw senior pictures of my brother. <laughs> You'll see old pictures of me with long hair, and you can tell how well I maintain it, because it's dirty as fuck all oh, the yeah. time. It looks borderline dreadlocked. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're saying you saw pictures yeah, of your brother? I got pictures of my brother, senior, senior pictures. And his hair is like down to his mid back. Oh my god! Denim jacket. <laughs> what year is that? Oh fuck, I don't know. Uh, he's um twenty eight, so he's forty one. So he would have graduated <laughs> mid seventies. Wait, what? Yeah, because I was born in eighties. No, he would have been. Your brother would have been eighties. It would have been eighties. Oh, this is like wait. Well, I was trying to think of when he was born. And I said seventies. He would have been. He would have been graduating in like the eighties. Yeah. Because my maybe nineties. Nineties might have been ninety. Because I think my sister graduated. Yeah, Beth graduated in eighty seven. So he would. Yeah, ninety. My sister had uh, her senior pictures. Uh, uh, whenever I was getting a tattoo of it, of her done. Um, it was like, uh, <laughs> when was this picture taken? I'm like. I was like, oh, she was like 17. He was like, oh, yeah, I can see she's working that mullet because she kind of got a mullet going on. Um, and I was like, dude, it was like 94. So, like, mullets are pretty well on their way out. She just still dug it and did it. Yeah. And which it wasn't really necessarily a mullet, but it was definitely. Yeah, he uh, had it too. Like, it's on that long hair picture, his hair, front hair was like real short. Yeah. It was real long, wavy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I was always like, and everybody always points out, does she have a mullet? I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's sort of, but not, I mean, kind of. This is like that bush top thing. Yeah, it, where it's like teased up top and yeah. shit. Like there was a show choir we competed against that their requirements, they had a height requirement for boys and for the men and women in the show choir. And all the girls had to have that little like poofed up hair. Oh, Jesus. Really? Yeah. And they had, like I was just like, what's going on in this choir? <laughs> it's like just, singing and dancing. Why do you get to be like, we have to look a certain way. Cause I remember when I was at Ball State, I was going to try out for their show choir, but like, they were like, well, you're the wrong build. I was like, it's fucking dancing. <laughs> you're wrong. Build. I'm singing and dancing. How wrong of a build can you be? <laughs> I mean, I know it's not easy. Like, it's not like anyone can do it, but geez, calm down. Um, Anyways, I think we should probably call it quits. It's worth about two and a half hour mark. Uh, Until next time, I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about?